off in five, four, three, two. Yo, 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 yo. It's your boy, T.O., as you know. Yo, it's the motherfucking Fade Podcast. You one-stop shop for everything. Uh, shit. I gotta un- unmute you in order <laughs> for the people to know did you're actually you? here. No, they did not Man, get that was you. One of my hardest was it? Time. No, it's yeah. the same intro as always. Yeah. Go ahead and hit him one more time. Do it again. Repeat. It's your boy O Rain. No hey. game, no games, no gimmicks. Hey, it's the Fade Podcast. You want to stop shop for everything TV, medium, from related, along with any other goddamn thing you want to uh, talk about coming to you live, direct, Proof of Concept Studios. What's good? What's up? Yeah, I don't has this been one of the most boring months? When up? Uh, no. Boring months. Yeah, I don't know about I, that. I don't dude. feel like March has been like a very exciting month. TV. Well, you know what? Batman did come out this month. So that was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bat, but Batman was March the has only been thing. a March has been a month now. Come on now. We got March Madness. I don't give a fuck about it. You watch, a, do you watch college basketball? Only during March Madness. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I, I don't even, I, I'm, I'm lying right now. I don't even watch like, it during no March Madness. Have, like cable television, like I only yeah. do streaming shit. Like I don't watch college basketball. Yeah, it's uh, college basketball. Uh, college basketball is really interesting in that um, I feel like it's very exciting for everybody else except for me. I don't find any part of it exciting you in a little bit yeah you know why because i feel like i didn't go and you went to you went to towson as well right yeah they went to so towson. we didn't go to like a big school with like a great basketball they try to be they try to they, they try, try to be. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like the, i remember being on campus bro and like the basketball players and the football players get the fuck out of my way like, <laughs> God, she, like i'm sure you know the players that like University of Miami and Oklahoma and Michigan and Ohio and all these like big time schools when they walk around on campus they probably get mad love just because like, they win championships yeah. and shit at Towson get the fuck out of my way, dog. <laughs> barely know that they yeah. play ball yeah, lost by yeah, exactly I don't even know you who are you? Like, yo I got the football sweater yeah, oh, right. so yeah nice sweater I guess <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how they treated them at Towson yeah, look, there's something going on with the audio right now. We getting some pop in here. I don't know. It's all good. I'm just gonna c- continue to shit on. These yeah, yeah. Please do. Please do. Out the audio. Yeah. Testing things. Um, but yeah, man. Like when you don't go to a big school, college basketball and college football, just college sports in general, like really don't hit for you like they do if you went to some of those. If you went to Michigan, you're like, I'm a fucking Michigan Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, I'm not out here like I'm a Towson Tiger. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's stupid. nobody's even said that in the history of the world ever. <laughs> that's never been said. Now, if you went to University of Maryland, you could be like, you know, I'm a Turk, right? Because Maryland, I is a respect. I guess I don't know. Maryland that. basketball team, football team, they're like, you know, they'll be up there a couple years, but like Towson, nah, 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 fuck all that. But yeah, anyway, March has been. It's been a month. At the very beginning, there was excitement because there was Batman. Now, on the 30th, we got Moon Knight coming, which that's going to be exciting. Other than that, it's just been a, it's been, a, been a bit of a dry spell in the in-between time. I don't know. Maybe you feel differently. I haven't been watching anything exciting. I can't think of any exciting movies other than Batman that I've seen. There's no, like, new TV shows that are dropping. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I'm trying to see where this, I think it might be coming from your mic. I think maybe what you want to do, I don't know if you have, you have your cell phone on the table or anything like that. All right. Did I solve the problem? Probably not, but <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, let's try. Let's keep, let's keep yeah, going. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's keep it pushing. Um, yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's just jump into uh, our headlines and shit. Um, yeah. I don't know where that tapping has come from. It's like a persistent tapping noise. The feds. No, I know. Trying to, trying to tap the, uh, Biggie tried to tell us, didn't he? Everything we say on the fade podcast is yeah. figurative it's alleged <laughs> um it is opinion based uh, yeah, none of it is based on fact is, yeah we need to have one of those disclaimers happen at the beginning this is, of the this, is it. this is this is <laughs> this is it uh what am i trying to do oh, i'm trying to change the other kind of here uh so let's go with some headlines uh so let's talk about some movies that are coming out this week uh next week uh movies and shows i said sh- shit oh i don't know why can't why can't i talk today Yo, you I'm took struggling. one sip of this bullet <laughs> Whoa. <this> <laughs> in it. Whoa. Faded. Uh yeah, we listen it's the name of the podcast, you know what I mean? Um so we got the Lost City. Um this that, Sandra Bullock uh, and Sandra, Channing Tatum. Sandra right? Bullock uh Channing Tatum. Uh it Did actually I just looks blend their names? So, probably. I feel yeah, like I fucked that up. You just slurred it all together. <laughs> uh but I, I feel like it's, it's gonna be one of those like kind of like low-key, kind of funny movies. Like it just doesn't take itself seriously. You know, it's Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock. How serious can we get? You know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Know. This is not a serious <laughs> group. Um, <laughs> you know what? Like, if this were on Hulu or Netflix or like any of the streaming yeah, services, maybe it might be popping. You know, on like a night when I'm not really doing much, I might just roll something up, pour something in a glass, and then you know, uh, let's see what happens. But this is going to theaters, right? Mm-hmm. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> I'm not going to see. Uh, now, granted, I, I do feel like Sandra Bullock has done some good shit over the past like couple of years, but I'm not going to go see like a Channing Tatum movie in theaters. I don't think he's no. ever put out anything theater worthy. No, you're not going to go see Magic Mike in a the theater? Um, me personally, yeah. no. But you know what? For during the time when Magic Mike came out, I understand why people were like so excited about it. Why it was a big, you know, big screen hit. Channing Tatum, good-looking guy. Magic Mike, great movie. Like you know, for the you right, like you had more to that. I just no, wanted no, to give no. you the room for, for the right crowd of people who would be interested in that. Like I understand, like it was a very successful movie. I understand why people would want to go see it. Am I going to go see it? No, but like you know, that was a big a theater. You know, let's go see this fucking wild shit. Um, not yeah. my not my brand. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but we also have Morbius coming out next week. Um, Yo, I'm hearing there. This film is. Might be popping. Disappointing, actually. I mean, it didn't really look great from the trailers to me, but yeah, I, Jared Leto should stop making these superhero movies. <laughs> like he, Wait, which one did he hit on? The uh, Joker. Uh, the Joker. Uh, ah, yeah. And yeah, Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah, we quickly forgot about that. But it wasn't. That wasn't his fault, though. I, I've always mm. maintained that was more about the movie than it was about him. It didn't set him up properly. Sure. It, it didn't set anybody up properly. Every, everything was a colossal failure with uh, the original Suicide Squad movie. But he was not at, he was bad. It was because because of what they asked him to do. Like, it clearly, he, he gave some, I'm sure, like, you know, he gave some of his own fla- uh, flavor to it. But, like, so for instance, uh, there's a scene where he's just like, 
in the room with knives. And so, so he's in a circle of knives, right? Yeah. Why? Like, what, what the fuck is he yeah, doing there? How yeah. did he get that? Did he just Very, do that himself? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Do you know how much time that <laughs> would have taken? that's meticulous. He had to have had, like, an intern or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Uh, that's a lot. They were yeah. all perfectly placed in a line. He's just, like, laying. And it was, like, knives and guns. Yeah. And he's just laying there laughing and In a giggling. circle of knives. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and what did he do the fuck? after? How do you, just, like, first of all, how do you find that many knives? Like, where do you... Like, you know, you got to like fucking, you know, put the Amazon order in and then you got a huge like, red flag. Yeah, you know? It's like we've delivered 90 <laughs> knives to this one location in the past week. Bezos is like, look, I got to report you to cops. Yeah, okay, out of luck. Usually I let this shit slide. Yeah, as much I, as I love the money, yeah. I got to report you. Um, so I don't I don't think they set him up properly. I don't I don't I don't give Suicide Squad to him at all. Like, I don't I don't I don't I don't put that on him. No, he gets a little bit. I mean, if yeah. you're an actor, you still got to act. Like, if the writing is not great, the direction is not great, maybe just the film, but you still got to act. He did not do a good job pulling off this. He didn't sell it to me one bit. That's fair. Um, uh, but also, uh, coming from the Marvel Universe, we have Moon Knight coming uh, uh, next week. I've heard great things about Moon Knight. I heard it was popping. I heard it was... They, they, some, you know, I've heard some people say that it's the best that uh, of the MCU so far. Like, of all the... All, all, everything that MCU's put out that this might be mm, the best that's a tall order. yeah yeah they're 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 uh, gassing it up a little uh, bit too much someone <laughs> someone slow the fuck down i don't know it might be his like oscar isaac's brother or something like that who <laughs> yeah. like leaked that statement but come on guys yeah. let's, let's slow the fuck down here. relax here um i've heard great things about it too um yeah. i do hear that this is disconnected from the mcu um entirely this is just like a single one-off story they're not going to have like a season two of moon Knight. that's um, weird I find that to be strange. Um, now, however, though, Oscar Isaac has said that he would love to have a, um, uh, what is it, like Midnight Suns uh, mashup. Yeah, sort of like the Avengers of... Exactly. Uh, so it's Moon yeah. Knight, Blade, Punisher, and I think Daredevil, or there's there's someone else is like four or five of them. And I think Ghost Rider might be in this like whole Midnight Suns thing. That would be fucking dope, though. If you get yeah. Moon Knight, Blade... Ghost Rider, uh, Daredevil, like yo, yeah, they would fuck shit up. Yeah, that's that's a. I don't think that's gonna happen. That's like it's too. They might. What else are they doing right now? Because apparently they're not gonna come out with another. Even if they are gonna come out with another Avengers movie, it's gonna be mad long from now. Um, Not to mention if they do at all. Um, So it's like, yo, why not get a different band together and be like, all right, fuck it, let's just let them take over for a little bit. You you need to get like the best contract negotiators in the business to like get that shit done. You think? I mean, who's in it? Oscar Isaac. It would be Oscar Marshall. Isaac. Yeah. Mershala. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, who would be, you'd have Charlie Cox as a daredevil. Yeah. Um, ghost Rider. You wouldn't go back to Nicolas Cage. You'd probably go with ghost Rider from the, uh, um, the Marvel TV series, um, the Sh- uh, shield series. I have not watched that at all. Great, under fucking rated. Um, Agents hear, of Shield I've heard this is an, is a stellar uh, MCU project. Yeah, I watched like the first season. I was like, this shit looks whack. It gets really, it gets really, really good. Then it gets really, really bad. Then it gets really, really good. <laughs> yeah, see, it's, it's the roller coaster that yeah, I don't appreciate. Man, it's, <laughs> when it's good, just though, take me on an ascending. Yeah, <laughs> when it's good though, I yeah. mean, it is really, really good. When it's bad, it's like, mm, like fast forward. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited for Moon Knight. That comes out on the 30th, right? So we got like seven more days yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, it comes out next week. Um, 
so I didn't really have that much for, uh, you know, for headlines. Uh, I'm telling you, March is dry. No, no, I, March has not been dry. This particular news cycle has been a little dry. Uh, I guess we could talk a little bit. Let's talk a little. Let's cap ourselves, and I'm I'm gonna literally look at the clock. Let's cap ourselves at five minutes. Sure. <laughs> NFL free agency has been fucking insane. Holy okay? shit! You insane. You couldn't have scripted this any better. Uh, Even just today, yeah. Tariq Hill to the Miami yeah. Dolphins. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what, what 120 what I, million or something like that? Highest paid receiver in NFL history. Yo, and Devontae was like, I got it, guys. Yo, and then they were like, just kidding. Devontae <laughs> thought he was like, I'm king of the hill. And so he came in like, nah. But check the last like, name. These these numbers are like small incremental numbers, right? Like he might be making like 2.5 Small contract. When you say small, um, I hope you are doing that under the uh, the knowledge of we're talking about small relative. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. it's all relative sports to contracts. Football yeah. sports contracts. Yeah. I'm going to do something very controversial right now. I'm going to put this in the drink. What happens now? What did you just do? You I, put Starburst? I in, put Starburst. I mean, you already in my put drink. cherry grenadine in yeah. whiskey, which I thought was like, like ooh. Nah, nah, but, nah. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's ride it. Let's ride this out. Let's yeah. See how, see how this turns out. Mm. I don't know. I'm taking a risk. These are red flags. <laughs> 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 Super red flags. That's the name of this episode. It's red flags. <laughs> red flags. Um, anyway, so back to the whole football thing. Yes. Uh, so when we're talking about football con- um, sports contracts, right? Like, um, who was highest paid before uh, Devonte? I think it was. Um, well, it, technically, it was um, it was uh, DeAndre Hopkins, right? Technically, sure. but his contract was kind of weird. It was an extension. Yeah, and it was for like. Basically, and, and, I think void years. That yeah, that and Devontae's contract. Like, I think he was only making like realistic. He was only making like like two point eight more a year than like the next guy. But like that small incremental. What do, what do you mean? Um, after he got he, after he signed with the Raiders or before? Um, after he signed with the Raiders, ah, he became ah. the highest paid receiver in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But it was only about like one point eight million more dollars per year, yeah. right? Um, which I mean, it's still a lot of money, but like hey, football, it's not like shout out to Devontae, man. Oh, yeah. Get your bag while you can get the fucking bag. And I, I think that's something that we, as a Packer fan, hate to see him go, right? Fucking yeah. hate it, right? But yo, you have right now for his family, he has the ability, uh, th- this contract that he's getting, he's never going to get another contract like this, right? Like yeah. this, is, this is it. This no. is his big contract, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is, I think it's his third contract. Uh, he had his rookie, then he had a second, and now he's he's on his third contract. Right? Yeah. Never going to earn this much more, uh, this much money, not to mention he might not even earn this money, depending on how things shake out with the contract, right? Depending on how he plays and shit. So for those people who are like mad at him, oh, I'm so, look, man. I'm never mad to see a player choose their, like, um, you know, create their own destiny yeah. and, and go where they want to go and like dictate yeah. their price in the market. Right. Well, well, and, and what's crazy about it, I, I know I keep cutting you off. I'm sorry. Uh, what's crazy about it is that the Packers actually technically, uh, from what I understand, the Packers are stupid. They, no, no, they, no. They, they offered him more money actually mm-hmm. than the Raiders, but Devonte wanted to leave. I, th- I think it's kind of a combination of things. I think it's maybe the whole crazy shit with Rogers. Mm-hmm. Willie won't he come back, you know? Um, as well as I think he felt jilted by the Packers that they didn't offer this to him maybe like last year, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't blame, bless he wanted to play with Derek Carr, you know, yeah. they, they Here, to here's why Devonte won. Right. And again, I love to see a player get paid. Yeah. Join smacks. I don't care what you say. Sure. Smacks. Yeah. Oh. 
Mm. Sure. Uh, here's why. Mm. Here's like Von Miller, right? He left. Yeah. He joined the Bills. Got himself 120 million six year deal. I love it. I love to see a, a great player get paid. Devontae won for several reasons. The Packers were stupid enough to let his contract expire. They should have paid him. No, it less. didn't expire. So you know he was. Oh, I actually, did it? Did yeah. This yeah. is it. But they He's franchised created. him. Yeah. Um, but he told them before they did, I'm not going to play under the franchise tag. No, he didn't tell them that before. He told them that afterwards. No, it was he made it. Um, yeah, it, it was after they already uh, tagged him because that that was the that was right before free agency started. Sure, no, but before they franchise tagged him, I don't. I would have heard, heard about. We would have heard. That's why it was big news when he said he wouldn't play under it. No, I, so as far as I understand. He already had expressed to the Packers organization that he was not he would not be happy if they franchise tag. Yeah, being not they did happy it anyway. With it, being not happy with it isn't the same as saying I'm not sure. playing under the but, franchise. But what tag. you don't do yeah. is let the contract of one of the best receivers, if not the best receiver, top now, two. So, so this so this is where I think you know we all love to play GM without having to balance the entire equation, right? Mm-hmm. So you say, okay, if you're the Packers. Rodgers is playing footsie with you, right? You don't. He doesn't know if he's coming back. He might go to Denver. He might stay. Who knows, right? You've got Devontae, who's going to be being paid, you know, probably the, the highest amount for a wide receiver in, in the league uh, on your team. You've got a quarterback behind Rodgers who, let's just face it, we don't think Jordan Love's going to be too much, right? Like, I think everybody's on, on, on the agreement of that. So you're, you're pairing this... Um, uh, wide receiver that you're going to be paying basically like 30 million to <clears throat> arguably speaking um every year um what you don't want to do is have yourself where you're handicapped by that you know that you're basically going to waste away those years with Devonte without having a quarterback who's going to get him the ball you know so that's just a huge contract that's going to be backloaded and you, and so you have to let all of this stuff sort of play itself out you can't you have to know where certain dominoes fall before you really sort of commit and say, okay, this is what we can do for you. And also on top of that, the whole idea that he was talking about of, you know, oh, I want to be the highest paid um, receiver. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins contract was fucking, it's, it's a weird contract. It's not yeah. like a normal fucking contract. So there was like a debate about like, what is actually, what does that actually fucking mean to be the highest paid uh, uh, wide receiver? I, I, I put it kind of like this. I'm actually really okay with him leaving. As crazy as it fucking sounds, I hate to see it happen because he's been a Packers from the beginning. Uh, he, he's been on the Packers from the beginning of his career. But I'm okay with it because, for one, I think Rodgers is becoming way too over-reliant on him to, mm-hmm. to, to his detriment where you go back and you watch some of the, the at the end of some of these games in the playoffs and you're like, yo, other people teams are say, running wide people open. People say, like, Cooper Cup got force-fed this year. I think, I think you know, uh, to your point, uh, Aaron Rodgers fed – Devontae because like yo I throw you the ball I know you're gonna catch it and like and we're yeah, gonna but, kind of but ignore in, Lazard in, and we're gonna ignore in crunch uh, time and and, and and on top of it look I'm I love Devonte but I saw Cooper Cup in that Super Bowl be like we're not losing I don't care what the fuck <laughs> whatever happens here we're not losing right yeah at the end of that <sighs> game moment. he just fucking beasted right in those big moments I'm not gonna in the playoffs like in regular season Devontae's been coming he came up clutch right at, at various points. In the playoffs, though, it's sort of kind of like a little bit. He kind of disappears a little bit. Whereas it's like, ah, man, there's a guy on me. He was playing good defense. What could I do? Yeah. Whereas I saw Cooper Cup like, I'm not losing. I'm, like, I refuse. Tampa, like, man, yeah, I don't care, you know? Uh, and so I don't know, man. I, I kind of see it as a plus where it's just like, okay, Rodgers has to go back to be like, okay, let's just 
whoever the fuck is open. <laughs> yeah. Let's just get it to them. So he, again, here's why I love what happened. Devante. Um, so he no, now granted he's leaving one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He's going to Derek Carr. Who's not, who's clearly not on um, Aaron Rodgers' level, but Derek Carr is a pretty good quarterback. I would put him in arguably like top 10 um, in the NFL, arguably, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, it, a, that's an arguable thing. But yeah. Fair enough. Arguably. Yeah. Um, and him and Devontae, they have a great relationship. They played together in college. Yeah. Um, they're best. Fantastic. They're like uh, best friends in real life. Like not none of this football NFL shit in real life. They're re- great friends. So it's like if I can get um, hundred plus million or whatever to go play with one of my good friends, we already have a great relationship. I know you're going to get me the ball. Also, no income tax in the state of Nevada. Woo! So that's six percent. Six percent of a hundred million. You know, hey, Devontae's like I can do math now. I did graduate. Yeah. Exactly. Did he I don't even know if he graduated. Fuck it. Doesn't matter. I still know how to do math. And I know that I know that six percent income tax of like a hundred twenty million or whatever, that's a lot of money. That's a, that's a lot, lot of money. Dineros. That's and a lot of it's it's much warmer in Vegas than it is in Wisconsin. Yeah. So, I, 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 and I and honestly, Loki, I heard him talk a couple times about like, yo, I never get in trouble, I never do anything crazy. I feel like I deserve to like get paid. And I kind of with the subtext I heard of that mm-hmm. was motherfuckers you guys got me up here in fucking cold ass green bay half mm-hmm. the fucking year there's not a goddamn thing to do up here motherfuckers and you don't want to fucking pay me what i yeah. think i deserve now well, granted we've seen what happens to players in vegas we've yo raiders Whoa. have from coaches yo, to players fam, fam that's they, what i'm trying to say with Devonte. that's why i'm like oh, i don't know if this is gonna work out Devonte. if Devonte oh, is no, smart man. here's what he'll do he'll get yeah. with floyd mayweather <laughs> here's why no, no, here's team. why Here, here's why so floyd mayweather he's notorious he lives in las vegas he's notorious yeah. for um so he never goes out he never goes out to clubs he doesn't really go out to parties strip clubs he's notorious for always bringing the club to him yeah. he has several houses in vegas and, and he doesn't drink which is you know yeah, he doesn't strange drink. for somebody who does mm-hmm. much like, so, so active in the night he's like so his body right yeah um so he brings the party to him he has several houses in vegas one of his houses he uses as like his party house right where it's like if ever i want to have fun i'll bring the party to me i'm not going to be out driving 120 yeah. miles per hour crash and kill somebody yeah you're not going to see me drunk at a casino at a club yeah. you're not going to see me out doing no dumb shit because if anything happens it happened in my home and yeah. my lawyers can handle it <laughs> so i hope that he's like smart enough to like no devon's not get he's up, got a family not get too. caught up in the vegas yeah. shit no yeah. no he's easy he, and he's not young yeah he's got a family he's yeah. he's he, devon's is a smart dude and yeah a good dude. every good time dude. i ever hear him talk like yeah. he's very mature yeah he's very like well-spoken and like yeah. articulate and I, he has a good head on his shoulders i hope he does well Free agency has been crazy. Tariq Hill, oh my Miami God, Dolphins. Now, now that like the the whole and maybe it's because I've been following what's going on with the Packers, but this I don't understand. I don't I don't get it. Lazard might be signing elsewhere. No, he's uh he's a restricted free agent. So basically, we can match whoever offers him, which I I I, I certainly think we'll do. We don't have is he restricted? I thought he was um no 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 he's not a free agent. Uh, he's a he's a restricted free agent. Okay, gotcha. Well, yeah. anyway, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> who knows who Aaron Rodgers is going to be throwing the ball to next year? I think we'll we'll, we'll snatch somebody up. What I'm hoping right now is. And you guys better go for Julio, OBJ. No, 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 no. Julio's often injured. OBJ is currently injured. Uh, yes, yeah. The dude I'd go for is DK Metcalf uh, or Tyler Lockett. Is he? Are they free agents? I think he's no, he's not a free agent. But oh, you I, like I, think, I think Seattle, trade or something. Yeah, like that? Seattle. I think is, is thinking about moving him. I think. Mm. Uh, but Tyler Lockett for sure. Uh, might go with your dude uh, Cooks down in uh, down in Houston. Might be an option. Make a trade for him. Um, I heard uh, what's his name. Uh, yo, from uh, the the or 
what's now the Commanders, as gross as that is to say. Uh, uh, McCall, uh, uh, McLaren, McLaren. Uh, yeah, I heard he might get moved. You mm. know what I mean? Uh, so there's there's a lot of options out there. I would not go with a Julio Jones, although for whenever he does actually play, he'd be a beast. He's, he's a threat when he's healthy, but he's literally always injured. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. it's just always the fucking case with him. So yikes! I yeah, I I think we'll make a move. If not, we'll get get somebody in a draft. But I think everybody makes a bigger deal out of this than it actually fucking is. I think if we sign say uh, MVS back and we have Lazard back, we have Cobb back. Uh, um, uh, the dude Rogers, um, uh, Amari Rogers, Rogers, Amari Rogers. Uh, we have him as well from from last year. It's not a crisis. We're not in crisis mode. Yeah. And I think that's what everybody's projecting. It's, it's listen. A if you yeah. want a receiver, we've got plenty. Okay, no, nah, not anymore. Robert Woods isn't he on the move? Um, so yes, Robert Woods is now in Tennessee. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, here's the guy who. You know, wait, who do you guys have? Robert Woods is gone. OBJ is uh, not signed. So we got Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, Triple Crown winner. We got Allen Robinson. And then Allen Robinson. Um, we've got Van Jefferson. Uh, Allen Robinson. That's that's about it. Him and Cooper Cup. That's all you guys got. Van Jefferson had 940 yards oh, receiving this year. How he many almost did had he a drop? thousand yard. Okay. How many did he drop? Um, a lot. <laughs> no, 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 you're thinking about um, uh, Skull, Skull Key. No, 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 no. I'm thinking 18. specifically of Van Jefferson. Van I, Jefferson had some hey, of the for, for deepest... the small for the small sample size I got of watching him. He dropped an yeah. awful lot of we passes. We almost had three thousand yard receiver. Um, yeah, almost. Uh, if he hadn't receptive. dropped that many, <laughs> so I mean, he was sixty yards short. Yeah. So yes, you're right. Maybe he would have caught one of those passes. We, he'd had a thousand yards. Yeah. But um. It's looking like uh, OBJ wants to stay in LA. I think we're going to keep him. I think we're going to figure uh, out the contract. We'll yeah, we'll see if you guys can pay him. So what know. they're doing first is like we're we're trying to get Aaron Donald's contract figured out and then OBJ. Uh, I'm not sure if Donald is going to be back. He's going to be as back. a Ram. Okay. Crazy offseason fam. I know. I know this is how I felt when Rodgers was, was was possibly on the move. I was like, no. Impossible. Trust me. Aaron Donald <laughs> either is going to retire or he nah. he's not. I mean, he's very much what, at what home makes in you LA. think what, what makes you think that like what i i i always because this is again this is the same thing i felt about rogers is like yeah i can't see him in a different jersey but he was flirting with it pretty fucking hard yeah i think um i think uh aaron donald knows like there's nothing better than i think as an athlete knowing that like the city that you play for like no. loves no, you, you and know, idolizes you, you yeah you and know what what's the team more play money it, yeah, money. So <laughs> we, we've given him the biggest contract of any defensive player yeah. before. They'll we'll do it again. That contract expired. Yeah. <laughs> As you said, yeah. how could you let the contract expire? Let's do it again. Mm. Like let's you know if he doesn't retire, pay the man. Can, again. Man, you guys are you guys are top heavy man. You guys got uh, the who's uh, Jalen Ramsey that you're paying money to. You mm-hmm. got Matthew Stafford that you're paying money to. You so got moving fucking uh, so not Cooper having to resign Vaughn, money to. not having to resign Robert Woods. Um, we we're freeing up a lot of cap space. Yeah. They're going to get the Aaron Donald deal done one way. Even if they pay him okay. into retirement, like three, four years out, I'll okay. still give Aaron Donald 20 mil after he retires. Okay. I'm trying to tell you <laughs> crazier things. Clearly. Look, we just saw fucking Tyreek Hill in his yeah. fucking prime. The only game. place I could see Aaron Donald going is Pittsburgh because he's from Pitt. Um, that's where he went to college. I'm pretty sure he's like, he was born and raised in Pittsburgh. And I think like, you know, for a guy like him, it may be nice to go home and retire or go home and play for the team that you grew up watching in that city. That's the same, that's and, the same thing with, um, not be, same thing for Devonta. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't even be mad at that. Like yeah. go home and play for your home team. Yeah. All right. Look, this isn't a sports podcast. This is a fucking TV yeah. and film podcast. Okay? Football's so let's on get, TV. Let's get, I, we can only get away with that excuse for so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, 
uh but let's get to it dude like let's 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 talk deep water um i wish i would have made a chiron for this i didn't make the chiron i know i didn't so i'm not even gonna try to attempt it um uh we watched the movie uh and let me give you the quick rundown of this movie uh, a well-to-do husband uh who allows his wife to have affairs in order to avoid a divorce becomes a prime suspect in the disappearance of her lovers uh this is directed by adrian line and uh written by zach helm along with sam levinson i knew this 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 had the sm- the sniffing <laughs> of a sam levinson production uh the same dude who created uh euphoria uh this this sniffed this sniffed it tasted uh, of uh, Sam Levinson's doing, and uh, this was originally based off a book from Patricia uh, Hicksmith, um, of the same name, I believe. Uh, I believe, yeah, it was the same name, Deepwater, uh, starring Ben Affleck, uh, Anna de uh, Aramis, Armis, Armis, I believe it's um, Armis, Armis, Anna de Armis, Anna de. See, I always hate trying to put a like little twang on shit, like this is like it feels like I'm posing. If so she's American, like it's Anna. Yeah, if yeah. she's not American, Anna. 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 Well, I think it's Anna just simply because there's only one N, right? Do I have that right? Like um, Anna is two Ns. Anna is one N. Maybe that might be yeah. right. I just go based off of nationality. If she's American, <laughs> Anna. If she's from anywhere else, Anna. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Tracy Letts and uh, Grace Jenkins, among others. Uh, yo, let's just jump into this shit. Uh, let's do a dissection of Deep Water. Let's let's set the folks up with what this like. We got the synopsis, but what what is this movie really about? Tell me from your perspective. What's what's this shit about? I think this movie. What I found most interesting about it, it challenged. Mm-hmm how we view uh like a relationship Mm -hmm. a marriage right Mm -hmm. so as if you're watching this movie and if you're like a very traditional person and you aren't open to like different forms of relationships and you might have had a fucking connection exactly right but like if you if you're a person who's realistic you understand like not all relationships are the same there are some relationships where people are happily married but they see and sleep with other people um it might be both people are seeing and sleeping with other people. It may be one person is seeing other people and the other person's okay with it. Uh, or you may have a situation like this where you have this um, this husband, Vic, right, who is, um, I believe Vic had wrote, created a computer chip and the chip was being uh, was sold to the military and he was able to retire off that money and get residuals from military contracts and so on, right? So he, mm-hmm. he was retired. And um, his, uh, and what was, what was Anna? Deramas's name in this movie. Um, um, I don't know. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. I forget her name. It is her name come to me in a matter of seconds. Melinda. Melinda. Yeah. So Melinda was his wife, this beautiful, young, charming, charismatic woman who had, um, you know, a, a t- she was always drinking. She had a taste for alcohol. Not the best mom in the world, and she was like. You know, she was fun and loose and social and whatnot, right? So yeah. it's like Vic, you know, he was a man with this beautiful wife this uh, who he absolutely adored. But she had... I think that might be a, a tad bit of a stretch to say he absolutely adored her. So I think he... I think I, I, I think he I, loved her. I do think he was absolutely adored? in love with her. Yeah. I think he adored her. I think he would have... Nah. I think he made every excuse in the world yeah. to, to maintain the image he had of his wife yeah right 
everybody knew she was sleeping with other men but he would be like oh they're just friends you know like oh like are they sleeping together like i don't know i don't ask her like no, he even said he, several he times clearly, like, like i don't ask her those questions he, but he clearly knew so it's, it's he, like it, it's, so knowing is very different than like actually confront um confronting that thing and accepting right like yeah. you know you People, you see it all the time. Someone's in a relationship and like they know their significant other's cheating on them, but they never confront it. They never accept it or acknowledge it, right? Yeah. And that was what was happening here. So for me, this movie was about um, a, uh, a couple in a very troubled relationship that spilled out yeah. and impacted all of the people around them. Um, and then you got to deal with like the, like, you know, the, the fallout of all of that. Yeah, uh, to me, uh, this movie was uh, simply about uh, well, for, it, it was two. Th- it was a few different things, but the, one of the most apparent, uh, you know, uh, I think it's uh, cucking to the uh, highest extent, uh, right? So, yeah, <laughs> you know, due to who like to watch your wives, you know, screw around, and this was like, this was like, okay, he he was like, all right, yeah, like I. I don't like her being with somebody else, but it also weirdly turns me on to her as well. Uh, so I don't know what to do here. <laughs> yeah. It was weird. Um, like you could tell he was disturbed when he was watching his wife kiss other men, but, but also like, not disturbed <laughs> enough to like say anything or do anything about it. Well, I, I think it was, it, it's kind of just like a, it was more about the game between them than it was about, you know, like him being really like just upset that she was seeing somebody else mm-hmm. or anything like that. It was just, who can kind of like uh, it became about who can one up the other. You know, she kept saying at several points and in, in, during the movie, um, I hate that the fact that you think you're so much sm- smarter than me, you know? So it, it was like, okay, well she couldn't like outsmart him. So it's just like, well, I can just fucking make you insanely jealous, you know? And he's like, he kind of knew that. And so instead of taking that out on her, he just took it out on the dudes that she, 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 yeah. she, she stepped out on him with. Um, but also, you know, this movie is, a, I feel like a very cautionary tale of knowing yourself enough to know um, the types of situations that you want to put yourself into. Mm-hmm. What do I mean by that? I mean that, uh, so you have Vic who, uh, for all intent and purposes, he's just like a normal chill dude. He fucking, you know. Uh, has snails that he looks after uh and i I guess maybe normal might be maybe a stretch (laughs) here but uh but he seems like a just an unassuming person right yeah somebody did you get the snail reference though uh to what so this is why um the the snails were kind of like a defined vic as a person right as like a husband uh, in their really remember when he was like a snail will climb 120 foot wall to find their mate yeah. Right, I mean, he and that was like I feel like a um like a, a foreshadowing for who he is. Like I will go above and beyond. I will do anything for my wife. Kill. I will accept her for who she is with her flaws and all. Yeah. And if I will even kill someone for my wife. So yeah. I feel like you know that um, the comments he made about the snails even, was uh, tilt that mic up for me. I'm sorry. The comments sorry. that he made about the snails were also kind of like a referencing like who he is as like a partner and a husband. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think that that to 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 a large extent, I think that makes uh, a lot of sense. Um, but but I think that w- the reason why I think that uh, it was a cautionary tale of like knowing who you are within the context of a relationship is that so at any point 
either there either of these two people could have walked away right they could have gotten a divorce and honestly would have been perfectly fine it seemed like trixie their daughter was perfectly fine with just being with uh, her dad. Yeah, she clearly um, had a favorite yeah, parent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oftentimes, you know, mom like, wasn't. Well, shit. Who's your favorite? Is like nobody. And but we, yeah, we knew in this one yeah. now who her favorite was. Um, but plus, also, Melinda didn't really seem like she cared for Trixie all that much. Yeah, uh, she was either honest. drinking. She hated her music. You never really saw her like playing with and interacting with the daughter. Yeah. Um, never drove her to school. Never picked her up from school. No, uh, except for towards the end, you saw saw them sort of have a little bit more playful mm-hmm. um, sort of uh, attitude with one another, and, and Trixie was a little bit more sort of um, mature, I guess, for, for her for a, her age than uh, than I'm sure a lot of other kids are. Um, but so both Vic and Melinda know that hey, this isn't quite working out for us. Like this isn't this isn't exactly sort of like what I'm looking for here. Um, but they do have some sort of magnetism to one another. They just they just can't like leave one another um but i think this is a good example of just relationships in general where you'll have somebody who uh is in a relationship but can't leave that relationship for whatever for x or y you know reason um and refuses to leave even though everything is pointing towards just fucking end the relationship. You'll, yeah. It'll be less chaotic. It'll be less crazy. Um, but you have to know yourself enough to know what your tendencies are and to know what your wants are and what your fucking, you know, what your limits are. Um, but I think that Vic knew himself well enough to know that he hadn't actually reached his limit, which is a scary fucking thought, you know, that his wife basically blatantly stepping out on him, like flaunting it to, 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 not only him, but to everybody in in the town, that wasn't even on his radar of like being like, oh, this is too much. It was just like, eh, that's eh, okay, you know. And I think he got his first rush when he uh, joked about killing, um, I guess, her first lover. Or, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, and I forget what the I think Charlie might have been his name or something. No, like Charlie that. was the guy who Charlie played the, the piano. piano. Okay. Um, the first person he had joked about killing was. Um, they never showed the person, obviously. No, no, no. The yeah. person was dead. Um, I forget the person's name, but yes, he did joke about killing someone that everyone in town knew was more than likely uh, her lover, her side dude. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's where he got his first rush of like, oh, shit, I could actually like do something here. Um, and so then that sort of starts the snowball of him actually like acting out, uh, which kind of in turn turns her on in, in, in a way um and it's just these two are fucking toxic as fuck together yeah uh, this was I, a, a very <laughs> before at first i thought like all right this is a relationship in which like they um they maybe don't have the traditional confinements of like a marriage it was like well you can be with me and only with me you can only sleep with me blah 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 it's like okay you know i'm okay with you sleeping with other people as long as it doesn't like interfere with our family yeah um but it clearly did, you know, several times. I think the first time she uh, stepped out on him with the dude, uh, not Tony. Um, who was the first guy? Remember at the party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty but, not. You know, I think it was Tony. No, and, no, no, no. Tony, Tony was the dude that uh, was the last dude that he. Uh, yes, he, you're he right. Dealt the death blow to. No, I think it was Joel. 
Joel. Right? Uh, so remember, yeah. she was there at the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joel came and then he saw her kissing Joel from the window. Yeah. And everyone at the party was like, hey, look, your, your wife is being very um, openly flirty with this guy, right? Um, and then there was Charlie Charlie Delisle, who was like the piano player. Who, who by the way, uh, is played by Jacob uh, 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 Ellerty. Ellerty, yeah. Um, and he's actually the sort of main antagonist in Euphoria. Um, okay. So when I saw him, I was like, oh shit, you know, it's the same dude. Uh, but then to come to find out, it was like, this feels kind of like a, I don't, I don't know how, if you've watched Euphoria at, at, Not yet, at all. No. Yeah. But it felt very much like kind of like a Euphoria type of uh, vibe to it. Uh, and so once he popped up, I was like, I feel like that, you know, Sam Levinson might have something to do with this. And sure enough, he's the, uh, he did. Gotcha. That makes sense. Screenplay, yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, you're right. Toxic relationship. Um, now, here's what I realized. So the movie was fantastic, in my opinion, Yikes. up until. I don't know if it's fantastic. OK, maybe that was a stretch. It was really it was really good. It was really interesting. Like yeah. you're at, up until a certain point, you're just like, yo, what is going to happen? Like eventually yeah, this dude's yeah, going to yeah. snap. Yeah. It was like when they were having the, you know, the pool party and it started raining. Um, and then this is when he uh, killed. Um, Charlie. Was this when he killed Charlie? Yeah. Yes. OK, so this is when he killed Charlie. And from there, the movie takes like an awkward turn, right? Where it's, now the police show up, they start investigating people. Um, uh, Ana de Armas's character, Melinda, is accusing her husband of murder. Yeah, that was that was a bit strange. In that she's like accusing him, and like the, even the cops don't take him them, her too seriously. Of just like, eh, maybe it's a, yeah, uh, okay. you know. Clearly, you only, all were the only well-to-do white guys can get yo, that type. Of- could you imagine <laughs> if the cops show up, right? And then, <laughs> and me, my girlfriend's like, "Yo, he fucking one hundred percent did it." They they might shoot yeah. me right there. Like, bah, bah, bah. Got him. But with Ben Affleck, the cops are just like, I don't know, maybe. "Sir, can we? Might we ask you a question or two?" At if, it your, if it doesn't offend you, yeah, at your leisure. <laughs> yeah. We don't mean to offend. And then they just it's like the, that Chappelle's the prime murder suspect. Yeah. His wife is literally saying, "Yo, my husband." Did it? He absolutely did it, and they just let him go. They let him like drive home. There's no like, we need you to come down to the station, ask you a few more questions. They just let him go, um, which I thought was insane. But anyway, it was at that point where the show or where the storyline kind of took another turn, right? Because I'm like, all right, yo, all right. his wife accused him of murder. She's very angry at him. Um, the police are going to be investigating this shit. The dude, Don, was like, oh, let me talk to the um, sh- sheriff as well. Like, I want to share my side of the story. So Don also um, said that he was the, he, he was the last person in the pool with Charlie, which kind of makes him a primary suspect, right? For some reason, none of that unfolds. Like, you never see the police again investigating him, watching him. Because he's a well-to-do. But everybody in this movie apparently was well-to-do, but yeah. uh, he's a well-to-do person you know yeah. it was like that, this is how they get treated so and then she just kind of like everything just continues as normal she yeah. finds a new guy so i i thought that was a weird choice to make like um stylistically or i guess uh with the story itself mm-hmm. that was a weird sort of way to t- sort of take it is that she just kind of just drops it <laughs> yeah i thought they were gonna stick with that like did he kill no, Charlie? But, it, but it's but, but it was very revealing in terms of just how crazy they both are right mm-hmm. yep that you have him who he actually did do it um and then you have her who actually does believe he did it but kind of just doesn't care <laughs> she's yeah. just like on to the next one exactly uh, and so uh 
yeah, both of them are just fucking crazy together, um, which I think is, is again, an exaggerated sort of take on it. But I think it's a real sort of thing where you have two people who are in a relationship and the fucking relationship is a fucking tornado, right? Mm-hmm. It just destroys everything in its path. But the two people are like, I'm still going to show up the next day, though. You know, yeah. it's like, it's like, I'm going to like match your crazy. And I'm going to raise you. A yeah. Crazy. Like, you know? And now this is like, we both love each other. We have a kid, you know, we have a family, but it's like, you know, like, oh, you think you crazy? I'm going to yeah, show you yeah. crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's so, just not worth it, dude. But that is where the movie for me took a turn. Before I thought, it was, oh, this is really good. I want to see what happens. Yeah. Then it was like, oh, they're just going to keep repeating this shit. Mm-hmm. She's going to find a new guy in town, in this small town. If I meet a woman and I'm like, oh, you know, she's like, oh, yes, I, I am married. I'm like, okay, was, you know, obviously you're stepping out of your husband. If I'm interested, then. Yeah, I, I thought the right? guys were a little crazier than her. Because yeah. it's like. Yo, Yo if, if how weird is that? Now, granted, be, if a married woman, if she's like, hey, like, you know, this is how our marriage works and my husband's fine with the it. the fucking blah, blah, blah. husband's staring you down like he's yeah. about to chop you up. Also, the fuck? if the husband is allegedly being accused of having killed I feel like several people. I don't want anything to do with this situation. <laughs> pussy's not that good. You know what I mean? Like, mm, it's a risk my uh, life. My life? Yeah. No. Nah, 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 nah we're okay. Yeah. I'm gonna just jump on Pornhub real quick and get this out of here. Problem solved. <laughs> but, so, that, but again, yeah, that's where the show took a turn for me because it's like yeah. after he had um, killed the dude Charlie in the pool, all the evidence pointed to him. He came in from outside. His lip or his mouth was bleeding. His fingers were burned. His wife said he did it. Don also. Um, well, I think saw the, 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 the and this is a small thing, but the I think the burn on the fingers was to prove that he came inside and like didn't have anything to do yeah. with that. I think it was but remember like little thing. when he first came inside, his lip was bleeding. And then he like he touched uh I think like the hot stove or the hot cookies to But I, I think that was because he was trying to build an alibi for himself. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, sure. Exactly. Yeah. But it's mean? like I was inside mm-hmm. eating cookies. Yeah, but like, dude, no, I saw you were the last one in here. But you noticed your how lip another, was bleeding. But, but that was another aspect to it that I thought was actually a good touch, which was you saw how people reacted to him because he was this rich dude, because he had been in this uh this uh you know neighborhood or whatever for X amount of time. I think it was, they said like eight years he had been at, mm-hmm. at, at, in the place. He was a place. prominent figure within the community. Prominent yeah. figure within the community. So it's like nobody even thought to even like be like, hmm, Vic he was outside it. a little bit longer than everybody yeah. else. You know, like everybody was just so quick to just give him the benefit. He was of outside doubt. with the man who we all know <laughs> is sleeping with his wife, who now is dead. And he came in with his lip bleeding five minutes mm, after yeah. uh, the other person who so, said they were outside with him. You know, when I when I kind of like said, all right, this is just some fuck ass shit. This movie's not going anywhere. You're like, you know, okay. You got me in the first half, but now you're not going to fool me anymore. It is when, um, remember he went up, he and his wife and Trixie, they went up to like the lake or whatever um, yeah. to have like a picnic or some shit like that. Yeah. And um, she left her scarf there, yeah. right? And I think he had already he had already like submerged the uh, was it yeah he tried uh, to weigh him down with rocks. Joel whose uh, no, 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 body no, no. was, it was uh, this? Tony. It was Tony's body. Yeah, yeah, Tony. Try to weigh him down with rocks, submerge him under the water in a very visible open space. Like you got to do a better job yeah, hiding a body than that in daylight. Like what? He, what exactly. Uh, so anyway, they go they go back to the spot. Um, his body kind of like resurfaces. He pulls Trixie away from the water. They head home. She left her scarf. He, scarf. He's like, I'll go back the next day, obviously to try again to like submerge the body. 
Um, and then some the fuck how the dude Don, Don yeah, shows, shows up. up there, right? Well, so so I actually kind of heard about this. Is that uh, so? There, this is based off a book, obviously. Um, in the book, so uh, um, Melinda asked Don to go get the scarf because maybe he was like on his way to the to kind of in that area or something like that. Mm-hmm. So she calls. She supposedly calls Vic and is like, "Hey, Vic, you don't need to worry about the scarf." Don's going to go ahead and pick it up for me because he's like closer to the place because they had built kind of a relationship because they essentially were trying to accuse him uh, yeah. Vic of, of murder. Um, but in the movie, they don't explain any of that. You just see him show up with the scarf and you're like, well, why? Yeah. Why yo, the fuck did he just show up with the goddamn scarf? But here, here's the best part. Here's where I was like, yo, all right, this is some fuck shit. Yeah. So Don sees that Ben Affleck's character, Vic, is trying, is like clearly trying to hide a dead body. Yeah. Don gets rattled, jumped in his Subaru Forester, right? Um, All wheel drive. He should, (laughs) he should have had no problem driving down this back road, right? I mean, listen, all four wheels, you know, everything you need to go off road is in the Subaru Forester. Yeah. Um, But, like a dumbass, Don was so like excited about this. Like, oh, this is a book. And he's trying to like text and send an email and while he's driving really f- and I'm like, that's when I knew I was like, okay, some dumbass shit's gonna happen. They're gonna make Don crash. They're, they're gonna make this so easy for Vic to like s- you know solve this problem, right? But that's not it. That's not where they stopped. Ben Affleck apparently was training for t- the Tour de France. Right, because he had <laughs> oh, or Vic's character, yeah. Because like he jumped on his, um, <laughs> not a trail bike, it's fucking. He one jumped speed. on his one speed cruiser, <laughs> bro. He was fucking <laughs> zooming through the woods, down. And I don't know if you really noticed in the scene, but yeah. the path that he was um, riding the bike down through the it woods was like one, was yeah. like. Well, no, no, it was partially paved so it was like oh, a God. if you watch really closely it was like a somewhat of a paved random path that he just happened to find yeah that took him exactly where he but needed it did to say go. that he like he so he, yeah, did he, bike he, a he lot. would bike a lot all the yeah, time yeah. but on that type convenient. of bike it is through the yeah. woods you know, he would have ran over a log or hit a dip or fucking just like, busted his ass or somehow smashed into a fucking tree he was going like 70 miles per hour <laughs> downhill on a on a one speed tour touring speed. bike, yo, he didn't have like off road tires or nothing, and then he manages to catch up to Don, and I think yeah. Don what drove off a cliff or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, and if you're Don, I suspect that if you if you think this dude is well, I how am I trying to phase this? Like, would you be that quick to try to get out of like to because you know what's going to happen if you swerve off the you are one hundred percent going yeah. to get in an accident. You're gonna hit a tree. You're gonna hit a dip. You're probably you're gonna, gonna die. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so it's like you're putting your life on the line for the person you know has committed murder, and you're like swerving out of the yeah. way because if I'm he, done. Let me get back somewhere safe. Although, although I guess I guess the, the idea is maybe he didn't know. Like he, some you just see somebody pop out of nowhere in the road. You don't even look to see who the fuck it is. You just try to. I'm running you. Yo, 100%. I don't give a fuck. You're running him over. Yo, Jesus listen. Christ. If I know I'm being chased by someone who uh, already just killed somebody, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. What? That is kind of wild. I, listen, I don't That's care if you were actually just hiking out there. Listen. <laughs> Yikes. Like, <laughs> Jesus you know, Christ. You should be watching out for me. Okay. You're the pedestrian. There's no crosswalk there. He Legally, fell. The I'm, dude fell. 
sometimes we fall. So <laughs> why do we yeah. fall, Bruce? <laughs> but Don was just being reckless and careless. That email, that text message, whatever he was trying no, to send, he no, could have sent afterwards I, I, once he I like got that, to safety. I like that touch because it showed you what Don's motivation was. It wasn't like Sure, Don didn't yeah. care. Don was an author. Don he was trying care. to write his next book. Yeah, he, he just wanted a good story. And honestly, I think it was it, it, uh, the way I choose to look at it is it, it's a good critique on because I feel like there are people 100% like Don, meaning like fucking the most heinous shit could be happening. And they're thinking like, <laughs> wait till I put the pen down on this shit. Yeah. This is going to be I mean, we fire. see it all the time, right? Yeah. We, we see videos all the time online of like people being... You yeah, know, beaten, stabbed. We you there's, know. there's that one famous moment of uh, uh Tyler the Creator watching somebody get uh I think it was like a uh, he was getting pranked on like punked or something like that, mm-hmm. and it was like somebody who's like on fire. Instead of like helping or calling nine one one, he was just getting it on his phone. It's like at no point did you think, hmm, maybe I should help this person who's on fire currently. Yeah. Instead of just capturing it on my fucking phone. More important than that, we've seen like hundreds of situations where, you know, you look what happened to George Floyd, right? Yeah. Now, granted, you know, you're not supposed to interfere in a police investigation, in an arrest, and, you know, you'll be arrested too. That's a tough one. That's a tough so, one. So, yes, it is. Yeah, that's tough. But, I mean, come how, on. Like, if, if, we're, if, we're, if we're watching the cops currently, like, having their their knee on the back or on the neck uh of a guy i don't know that many people who are against cops sure yes you know and you know why is because we like put that's a tough ass we put police officers up on this pedestal where it's like we cannot they can right basically can legally shoot you so sure you can but like there were like at least like 10 people around him that were what that essentially recorded yes and and it's it's tough to know what to do in that situation yeah. but at a certain point like we are all so quick to record shit and then yeah. and then like cry about but what we recorded but I, I think that they for for the circumstances i feel like they did the best that they could meaning that they could have just been like oh shit that shit's fucked up what's happening to them all right i'm gonna go to arby's you know like dude i don't know like if 10 people if 10 if everybody were to put their phones down and say you know what we are not gonna let this happen but it, it, it's different. Like if if you if you see that it's like a gang or something like that, or like it, it's just regular people who are doing it. Of course, step in. I I just had some shit happen the other day where I saw some dude like scuffling with a a woman on the side of the street. Now it turned out she was a little disturbed and she did some shit to him. But I was just like, I had I literally was driving my car. My car almost hopped the fucking curb because I I didn't even put it in uh, park before I, I got out of the car. Yeah. Uh, not knowing the situation and I saw the dude like kind of messing with his waistband I was like alright shit I don't know what I just walked in on but fuck right um, so I, I get that impulse but when it's the cops it's different not because it's like oh I have such respect for the cops more so is because I know they can do whatever the, the fuck they want and it, it yes. doesn't fucking matter <laughs> but you know? again what I'm saying is like you have like you have all these people watching like yeah. 10 people watch this thing happen right and you have like a hand like three or four police officers that I think were I think there was a total of four or five police officers that were like right there in the scene if these 10 citizens say you know what we are going to intervene we're not going to let this thing happen the police are not going to arrest all 10 of those people they definitely would and even if someone's yeah. someone's life was still saved, and again, I'm not blaming those people for not interfering. Those people might lose their lives because they probably you know going to get shot. But like, it is is it not? I'm not saying it's like worth the risk, but like, I believe in these situations, like it is. 
like we have to put our phones down and like stop recording yeah, shit I, I, and we people think, have to act more and, and this is besides our entire point of, of talking about this but i think that that's an extreme that's like the extremist of yeah the so cases. I, i'm picking uh, like yeah. a, a very prominent well-known situation that we can yeah. talk about but like you know i've seen even smaller situations right where like someone is being attacked or someone's being like something's happening yeah. and someone instead of like choosing to like hey i'm going to try and intervene to like stop this fight yeah. or to like prevent this thing from escalating what we're all what so many people are trying to do is like you i want to get the footage the moment, yeah. yeah i want to be the one who 100%. captures it even if what i'm capturing is someone dying and it, like i could have intervened yeah. to help yeah like way. there's a there's one of uh i think there's like a dude like drowning or some shit like that yeah yeah so there was an incident it was like like, it was like four teenagers who recorded a man drowning um because they wanted to post it and get likes and shares or whatever but like they all could have like tried to save his life yeah yeah so again in that situation i think that that's really fucked up and i think that that's 100 percent on them that like and you know who knows if they knew how to swim themselves but still like do something yeah. anything to fucking help something. this person drowning. something but yeah. put your phone down and try and do something throw yeah, him a but, fucking but, but that floaty or something i don't know <laughs> yeah you just have a floaty i don't know <laughs> just pull it out of your back pocket um but but to, to get back to the movie like i, I think that i i liked that moment not necessarily because i thought it it like was the most sort of um the most not necessarily elegant way to, how am i trying to say this like the most um kind of a slick way to do it right it was clearly like heavy-handed what they were the the picture that they were trying to paint there but it still drove the 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 point home nonetheless is that we care more about the story than we do the reality yeah right so it wasn't about oh man um you know vic is you know a murderous psychopath and you know he he has to be brought to justice for for the crimes that he's committed it's this story is fire dude yeah and i, this is I gonna just witnessed it this is gonna get me a new york times bestseller yeah you know, I mean? you know it's and 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 we were so quick to say that oh it's about the people with their phones but in reality this has been happening forever you know like i remember watching um jake gyllenhaal in uh nightcrawler, nightcrawler yeah. you know uh and and just watching just how fucked up he just he kind of drove himself because he was just desensitized to it but yeah it wasn't because i mean he technically he did have actual camera but but this has been going on for so long. Yeah. You go from wanting to like capture the news, to like, all right, well, to making the news. Now I'm going to create the story. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And that's like kind of like what Vic was doing here is like, you know, I don't give a fuck about who, uh, uh, sorry, Don's character. He didn't care about who Vic had just killed. Yeah. He cared about writing the story and him being able to tell the story in, in, in from his perspective. Yeah. And then obviously like the money that it is to be made from such like a glaring story like this. Yeah. Um, so again, after that, I think after all of this happened, this is where the movie took a fucking turn for me. You got Ben Affleck fucking 90 miles per hour riding through the woods didn't hit one tree, didn't hit a leaf, <laughs> didn't fall once. Like just perfect. I mean, this was like Lance Armstrong type shit. Nah, it was probably a little bit more than Lance Armstrong. He was, he was, you know, he was, yeah, yeah, Lance roads, didn't, yeah. Ha- yeah, Lance was on like wide, clean paved <laughs> roads with water bottles. Ben <laughs> just raw, fuck, it's pure talent this yeah. guy had. Um, and then again, all of the things just keep happening. Things just keep happening. New relationship, no police investigation. And what I realized, uh, the switch came when in the beginning you thought Melinda was crazy. But then after a certain point, you realize like, oh, Vic is crazy too. And she does what she does because she wants like, 
she wants her husband to feel passionate towards yeah. her, like so passionate that which he is, would kill for her. Which is which is crazy, right? Uh, so I was going to say this at the beginning of uh, this this whole thing, um, but uh, the idea of a toxic relationships, right? Uh, that instead of uh, so, I, I was watching this thing on Facebook. Uh, and this is honestly before even watching the movie, I, I was watching this. Um, and it was this guy who was like seeing like, you know, he it was like a podcast and they, there were like, uh, women there. And, uh, it was like basically like kind of like a round table and the, the caption above the, the clip was, I see no lies here. Uh, and it, and then I listened to it and it was the guy basically talking about, Oh, well there's all these women talking about that. They want traditional men. I've seen but this they're video. Not, right. And what, what did you think when you saw that? Um, I mean, I thought he was kind of spot on with, so here's why. So yeah. what he was saying was like, basically there was these like women who, like one of the women, one of the girls was like a porn star and like yeah. some of them did like only fans. Like these yeah. were women who like didn't necessarily like really like have like jobs or like, you know, what uh, you'd define as a, a traditional woman is maybe like a stay at home mom or, you know, a teacher, a doctor, a nurse, something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Who has like a normal job um comes home takes care of the family blah 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 so like these are like non-traditional women but they're they had traditional expectations right they expected oh i I expect a man to be the breadwinner i expect a man to court me i expect a man to pay for dinners and to like pay for gifts and Mm -hmm. um take me on trips and things like that and to like treat me like a traditional woman even though what i do for a living and how i live my life is non-traditional so he, he what he was saying was just like you know, you can't expect a man to be traditional in the ways that benefit you when you are non-traditional. Yeah. Here's why I think that's really stupid. Uh, the, the reason why I think that's really stupid is because um, it doesn't it doesn't actually speak to the heart of the situation. It really is just throwing the same thing like it's just throwing what the person is saying back in their face and saying, hey, if you want this, then how come, you know, you're not doing X, Y or Z when, you know, you're asking for X, Y or Z. Uh, which I think is is a really simplistic way of looking at relationships. I feel like the correct way to 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 go about it is find the person that works for you, right? Instead of worrying about traditional, non traditional, any of that shit, right? Fuck all that. Find the person that works for you. Here's right? a problem with that. Yeah. What the what a lot of these women were saying on the podcast, they weren't yeah. necessarily talking about like, hey, I'm looking for a person who will accept me for who I am and who will give me the things that I need. That's not what they were saying. What they were saying was that like men today, generalizing most men are like men are non-traditional. But, it, but, but, it, but it's, it's, it's all a redundant conversation because they're generalizing. He's generalizing. Like they're both doing the same shit back. To sure. Back. It's so, just holding a like, up to though, yeah, yeah. And like one of the ways that I can get you to understand that what you're saying is wrong is if I use your logic against you. So it's like, you're saying you want a traditional man, but you're right. a non-traditional what I, what woman. I, what, what my That's arg- the stance what, he took. What my argument is, is, is not necessarily that he's necessarily, I personally think he's wrong, but that but like that's not what I'm trying. That's not the point that I'm trying to make. The point that I'm trying to make is that he's not saying anything different than what they're saying. They're saying the same shit to each other. It's just he thinks he's high minded because he's just saying the same shit back to them, right? So, but what I'm I got I think he was right, and I, I think he he essentially was using her logic against her. No, but but that's what my argument is. If you're going to use somebody's logic against them, right? Uh, that's that's at times that can be an easy that that's an easy out meaning that 
I just have to show you your hypocrisy because that's all he was trying to essentially do is sh- show them how they're being hypocrites, right? Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that doesn't get you out of the fucking scenario, right? So if 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 the whole thing is about, okay, well, if you're asking um, uh, for traditional men, then how come you're not being a traditional woman, right? Um, but that's not actually changing the actual scenario, right? That's not changing anything. That's not That's not saying... That's not saying anything. He's not saying anything to them, right? He's he's essentially saying, "Hey, I want you to stop doing OnlyFans, and I want you to start baking for me." Like <laughs> that's essentially what the fuck he, he's saying. No, uh, I th- if, if if what they're requiring is, or, or if they're what, what they're saying they want is a traditional man, right? Yeah. Then he's essentially saying, "Hey, you need to be traditional woman." Okay, perfectly fine thing to say, but it's also stupid because it doesn't actually fucking change anything in the scenario, right? No, I think I, I think it does. I disagree with that. I think that like what he was saying was like. In order for you to have a certain expectations, and I'm going to use your logic against you, right? Mm-hmm. You have certain expectations of men, but you do not hold yourself to those same but we, standards. But, 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 that's, but this is kind of what my point is, is that, uh, God, what is that? Uh, it's back, yeah. <laughs> it might be my phone. Yeah, no, I, I do feel like that is, um, well, well, his well, logic well, there was, was sound to me because it's like, I'm going to take what you're saying and I'm going to show you the reverse. And when I show you the reverse, you're not going to like that because your logic to begin with was flawed. No, but, but he, and and here's the one, the one part of the, what he was saying that got me to understand sort of where his perfect uh, perspective was, right. Is that he's saying, Oh, you guys, you know, you're wondering why you're getting all these new dudes and their stupid shit that they do. Um, and, and I guess what he, what, what I was taking from that, was that he was trying to say like okay because men are like more maybe more sensitive nowadays or maybe less what we call uh, manly nowadays um that's that's a natural result of women not being traditional women you know that you're getting untraditional men because women aren't being traditional like you know tra- uh, tradition dictates right um but the the I, I i what i'm trying to say is the flaw in that argument is saying that for every generalization that they do, he's also doing, right? So when you say, oh, well, uh, and I'm assuming that he would want a traditional woman because he would maybe fancy himself a traditional man, right? Um, the problem with that is, is when we try to fit ourselves, like, because the, the entire time I was thinking to myself, like, what the fuck is, even is traditional, right? Like, what, what does that actually mean? It's, it's different it's, for everybody. Yeah. Right? Now, I mean, granted, we, we culture, know what it means, yes. like tra- No, we, we, we don't know what it means. That's my argument. Well, for the most part, when we look at, like, um, marriages right traditional marriage is a husband there's a wife they get married they do not like you know cheat on in each what, other in ideally what culture are you but because uh, that's so i mean we're just focusing on just like general american culture how in america we view weddings right or view marriages mm-hmm. you husband and wife uh, man and woman meet each other they fall in love they get married they have a they start a family they yep. raise their children they grow old they you know, yeah. Hopefully they have a happy, successful and, marriage, and, and, they and there's die. a reason why, especially during like the '90s, or I guess starting not starting in the '80s, but definitely in the '80s, growing heavier in the '90s, uh, definitely growing uh, heavy in the 2000s. We saw the divorce rate just tick up seventy percent, exactly right. So we wonder why is that, right? We because we were so young at that point, right? Our generation was so young that we weren't fucking getting divorced. It was our parents getting divorced. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they were? Because they try to fit themselves into these fucking narrow fucking definitions of traditional. Oh, you do this, I do this. You do that, I do this, you know? And But that's what fucks you up because people are weird and they just do weird shit, right? And they want weird shit, right? Yeah. So instead of accepting that about ourselves, we hold ourselves to these weird, rigid sort of definitions of traditional, but that's what gets us 
fucked up, right? That's what gets us in scenarios where we're fucking chasing people down, you know, because we can't admit to ourselves what we actually want. So that's why I even brought that clip up Yeah, is because instead of finding somebody who compliments who we are, instead of Melinda going out and finding somebody who actually is fucking okay with her lifestyle, not necessarily by just being like, I'm going to sit in on the sidelines and be grumpy and be okay, but actually be like, you know what? Fuck it. If you're doing that, all right, that's what I like to do too. Let me go do that. You know what I mean? Uh, instead yeah. of finding somebody like that, instead of Vic to find somebody who doesn't do that shit, they're just like, no, we're just going to be miserable together, but also kind of uh, turned on by it. Yeah. See, I don't know. Like toward, that's what I, in the beginning I thought like, uh, Vic, Vic is the victim, right? He is the victim of this like woman who's like taking it. No, def- I hundred percent. Listen to where I'm going. Listen to where I'm going. So like in the beginning, it seems like he's the victim and his wife is just this like, you know, this, this adulterer, right? This like cheater who's having these extramarital relationships. And then you realize that, Oh, Vic is not that much of a victim because he knows what's going on. He's aware of it and he allows it. Like even he says, I don't ask my wife those questions, meaning that like either he was he was aware of what was going on and just accept it or he wanted to remain, you know, like live in the live in this space of like, you know, I don't know for sure. And I'd rather not. I'd rather not ask the question, because if I do ask the question, I will get. And like, remember when she stayed out that night and she came home the next morning and she was like, ask me and I'll tell you everything. And he refused to ask her because he truly did not want to know. Right. Mm -hmm. But here's what I realized towards the end of the movie. They may actually be a match because, you know, and she said it herself. If you were married to anyone else, you would be bored out of your mind. Right. Mm -hmm. She, in a way, kind of gave him like the excitement that he wanted. Right. Oh, my wife found another man. She's stepping out on me and I'm going to like I'm going to find out who he is. I'm going to like do my research. I'm going to stalk him and. I'm going to get to a point where I'm going to, I'm going to kill him. And that's like, I feel like that kind of like gave Vic some type of gratification, a sense of like dominance or whatever it might've been. So like she, you know, and, and like they would set each other up. It'd be like set up, you know, knock down, right. She would find a new man, um, a new love interest, cheat. Vic would kill the dude. And then next week she's like, that was fun. I'm going to go find somebody else. And like, they were feeding each other's toxic desires she wanted him to have this like burning rageful passion for her and he wanted to like all oh, this you're, you're my wife you're my possession and i will kill for you so in the end i feel like they were good for each other but in just the most toxic way yeah but i but i think that that calls back to sort of like <laughs> the idea of being well adjusted right that i think we all can find ourselves in this space where we're doing really fucked up shit because like we just need somebody to like unleash that like side of us of just like fuck it just let go and do some crazy shit but also we don't want to go to jail uh and also we don't want to murder people i i would think generally right is that's generally Generally, the fucking rule is we don't want to murder people except for the people who get (laughs) murdered every day (laughs) someone's uh, murdering them um but i i think you're i think you're right in the sense that they pushed each other's buttons, but they didn't like leave each other. They kind of found it a little bit exciting, right? But the problem with that is, is, is that if if you, I, I'm going to use this as an example. If you're with somebody and all they want to do is go rob like liquor stores, right? And the first time you do it, you're like, this is exhilarating. Holy shit, right? This is fucking 
This is exhilarating. Robbing a liquor store. My adrenaline's pumping. I can't believe we got away with that, right? Do it the second time. Okay. That's still the effect. But also the cops, they, I don't know. They, I feel like they're putting together a case here. They might be, they, they might be putting this together, right? Uh, uh, well, my point is, is sure, it's exhilarating. But also, it, your life is going to be destroyed after a while, yeah. right? So that's not actually complimenting your life. That's, make, that's feeding into your worst impulses, right? That's making you worse in ways you can't even fucking fathom, right? Yeah. Like Some people live for that short-term high, yeah, but, even but, if but it, but it, it's going to come it, to an end. But I think sometimes it's because you don't think you have an alternative, right? So what if Vic could find somebody who's just as wild and crazy as, uh, as, as Melinda, but she just didn't cheat on him and she just was doing all the kind of the same shit that she does, except for she just didn't do that. You yeah. Know? Vic just need to let her like start an OnlyFans or something like that. You know what I mean? Just, just, just do it online. Stop inviting these motherfuckers into my house. And he Yo, made him having dinner. He made him lobster. this. What? What? Yo, if you invite, yeah, yeah. I knew he was a psychopath right after that movie. I was like, yeah, this yo, is crazy. At a certain this point, crazy, I'm watching yeah. this movie. I'm like, yo, OJ would have never let none of this <laughs> shit happen. Yo, I'm me. like, we should Jesus. invite OJ on the show to right. get his take. Yeah, we really should. That that should <laughs> hey, not Twitter world. <laughs> Yikes. Um, uh, to to kind of wrap this up though, I, I think that watching that clip uh, of the, the the social media clip. It, it sort of it crystallized for me sort of I think what is missing in the thought pattern because I feel like people would listen to that that dude and be like yo preach yo you speaking facts right but in reality what he's all he's saying is yo let's just run the same shit we've been doing back for forever right let's just keep doing that see and, I still disagree because I feel like what he was saying what he was trying to say was like our expectations are unrealistic on both sides right for women who are, you know, not, and, and again, like what is traditional? And, and, and like, let's stop using these words, first of all, mm-hmm. because what does traditional even mean? That, that word could have 10 different meanings for 10 different people. Right. So as a woman, stop wanting, you know, a man to be like your grandfather because times have changed, right? Like you can't want a man to like be the sole provider and breadwinner anymore. But I don't, I don't think that. And again, I didn't. I think it's unfair because we didn't see sort of what the women said in this situation. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, did you watch the whole thing? No, I, I saw small clips. Oh, of, I watched the whole thing. It was, oh, it was like okay. an hour long conversation. Yeah, about I, I didn't see what the women said, so it's hard for me to be like, "This is exactly where they were coming from." Mm-hmm. Um, but I would imagine that if you're if you've got an OnlyFans, if you're doing all this, like I'm, I'm assuming you're not like, "Hey, I need somebody else to pay for everything for me," but. And again, I, yeah. I don't. So I watched saying, the whole clip. Yeah. What, what a lot of those women were saying. The whole was like, clip or the whole The whole podcast. Um, whole podcast. Okay. Yeah, I think it was, it was like an hour plus, right? Sure, sure. Uh, or that conversation at least. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of what those women were saying was like they want like, um, they feel like men are no longer like chivalrous. And yeah. they don't, men no longer do the things that like their grandfathers used to do, right? Whereas like they would court a woman. They would take care. Like the man would be the sole breadwinner and the sole provider. Now, 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 the, now I, I, I might argue uh, again, I didn't listen to the podcast, but there's a difference between courting somebody mm-hmm. and being the sole provider for somebody. Yeah. Now, again, which one I'm telling they? you what they were saying. Now, was it the same person saying these? Uh, no, it was. It was a bunch of different women, and like they were all kind of like a lot of them were on the same page of like you know the man should court, he should pursue, you know, men should yeah. 
right and like uh, some of these women are like oh like you know a man on a dinner date like if he doesn't spend like five hundred dollars on like the first date then like he doesn't really like he's not but it, but it he's not invested in you and it's like well why does a first dinner date have to cost five hundred dollars and how is that but it, traditional but again, I, or non-traditional I, i'm not speaking to whether this is sound right mm-hmm. for, for women to be expecting whatever they're expecting but what my point is is that instead of just saying hey well it's about tradition and if you want a guy to be traditional then you've got to be traditional yourself i what i'm trying to say is that's that's so lame and so antiquated in terms of that that's a really simplistic way of like looking at yeah. it but the correct way and and you know sometimes I, I try not to be as bold as to say the correct way but i tr- in this case i really do believe the correct way to look at it is you just have to find the person who fucking works for you yeah. right so whatever like, fucking if you listen to the whole podcast yeah, yeah. that's where it kind of got to right so yeah. like the reason why he like he used her logic against her was to show her that like yo your logic is flawed and it is not about finding- how how is how is how is your logic flawed when you're saying i want this out of us out of a, another person because she wasn't saying that she wants that for her person she was saying that is how Men. But, we, but okay, but I think we're all mature enough to understand that if somebody's saying that, they're speaking it from their perspective. Sure, yes, but she, what what she was saying was that from her perspective, men in general are this way. Sure, men are no longer this. And what he was trying to say is like, all right, well, you cannot say that men are not traditional when you and like all the all the women that were there were also like you know non traditional. So like, let's divorce ourselves of this like this frame of mind where it's like we're so we're stuck to tradition uh, but, and but again at the, the end of the day i saw he was saying firmly uh firmly that that's essentially like what he was voting for is, is that like yo you can't say that you want a traditional dude if you're not traditional yourself and it seemed like that that's but that's yeah but that's not all he said in the okay. clip Sure. You can if you just watch that clip, yeah. you're gonna get a very like narrow perspective, of, like what the, the whole conversation. Sure, sure. At the end of the day, you know, st- you know, we just need to stop using these words of like uh, tradition, tradition, tradition. Like no, yeah. no, just you are who you are, and you should want whatever you want. Oh, hold on one sec, we gotta get ourselves back here. Seem to have lost. Yep, I'm still gonna give you some more audio. Um, you are who you are, and you want what you want, but your wants are not the norm and and or at least they are not the standard every person every man and not every woman is going to fit your standard of like what you need in a relationship to be happy so we we got to stop expecting that of people right um you need to just find the person who's best for you and that's it there is no in my opinion there is no like one fits all uh one size fits all standard anymore the world has changed yeah, that, too no, much. So, so we're, 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 we're yeah, and that, I feel like that's where that's where it went. You gotta watch the whole thing. It was a great conversation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, yeah, Vic, the, Melinda, this deep, this deep, um, uh, deep water movie. I, again, I thought it was really good up until a certain point. Then it started to lose me. Um, this is just a, a micro examination of you know what we would call like a very toxic relationship. Yeah. Um, whereas these two people, like they are fucked up people, but they may be right for each other. They're just yo, bad who, people. Yo, who would yo who 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 would win in a face off? You know what I'm about to ask. Vic or Joe? Mm. I would say to be honest, I would say Vic because what Joe got away with was just like it's comical. Yo, it was insane what Joe would get away with. Joe would be like, yeah, yeah, like go down those steps. Like 
into that basement. You, yeah, just go just ahead. Lock yourself in that room. Yeah, just okay, cool, cool, cool. Don't look behind you yeah. while I grab this brick and hit you over the head. Vic was in the pool with homie. Vic was yeah. just like, yo, it's me versus you, <laughs> yeah. and it's going to be me. Crap. Oh. <laughs> so Vic didn't try and fool nobody. He was just like, yeah. yo, it's, it's me versus you, and I'm going to win. <laughs> yeah, it was during that Batman training that uh, that, that, that Vic was uh, getting getting loose in the. Uh, the yeah, you know what this this um, their relationship reminded me of really quickly. Remember yeah. the movie um, Devil All the Time, where uh, yeah. there was the, the husband and the wife. I forget the oh, actor's yeah, and actress yeah, name, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he enjoyed her like finding and sleeping with other men and then they would take pictures and then they'd eventually kill the other guy this yeah. is kind of one of those types of relationships yeah where they both and, and then at the end uh, uh melinda uh basically helps kind of cover things up by burning the uh and, and trixie i think we've we've forgotten to sort of include her and in all this the they forgot to include her <laughs> you know they would just drop yeah. her off at school yeah. call the nanny that nanny yeah. was getting Bread. You know, <laughs> they, I mean, the one night when um yeah, she, that was a, that was a stack. The one night when she they came home, he, he paid her five hundred dollars. Right? No, I don't think it was five hundred. It was five hundred. Yeah. No, 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 it was five. No, no, no. It was a hundred. I distinctly remember hearing a hundred dollars. It's a hundred dollars, right, for five hours. Fuck no. What? That's twenty dollars an hour. No. What? The, what do you think babysitters are making? Like, what do you what do you think? It's a fucking babysit. Make a shit ton uh, $500 of five hundred dollars for five hours. Are you crazy? Yes. What? No. Like th- my my old roommate, she used to be um a babysitter for this like you know wealthy and made five hundred dollars okay, for five hundred dollars for five hours. She made um two thousand a week. Is that the same thing as five hundred dollars for five hours? <laughs> um, I don't know what the math is, but <laughs> like she was getting okay, paid. So, so two thousand oh a week. God. That's like what? Uh, yeah, really how much a day? It. Anyway, <laughs> babysitters make bank. I'm not babysitting a kid for twenty dollars an hour. Yeah, because you're not 15. So I guarantee you, I guarantee you, what the fuck? I guarantee you, yeah. I remember, I remember because it was $500 that he paid her for that night. Okay. Okay. I'm telling you, I, I saw it. It was in the movie. Okay. All right. This is a fact. <laughs> now, now, do you want to bet on this? Yes. Are you willing to take a bet on this? How let's much? bet a bottle of bullet. Okay. Let's bet a bottle of bullet. All yeah, right. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll, so I, now, I need a new bottle. Now, this was um, when he came home from like after the night when Charlie drowned in the pool, oh, the yeah, police yeah. investigation. He came yeah. back, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He paid her $500. Guaranteed that did not happen. But fair. All enough. right. Uh, Trixie and all of this. Um, now, she was actually a key character because she was essentially like a reflection of uh, Vic and Melinda's insanity that she she was essentially asking Vic, you know, like. No, you did it, nigga, didn't you? Yeah, she was like, I know you did it. You just don't want me to believe you did. And he was like, nah, nah, I didn't do it. He's like, nah, you did that shit. (laughs) But here's why I fuck with Trixie, because she still held it down. Yeah, yeah. She she was like, I know you did it, but. Yeah, she she wasn't giving him up. No, no, no. She's not going to. No, 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 no. She I'd want to believe that my daughter would do the same for me. She's like, Dad, I know you did it, but I'm yeah. not going to say yeah. anything. Never put your daughter in that position where she has to Listen, be. I might need her one day yeah. to hold me down. Jesus Christ. Listen, uh, they we, ask you we, if we I did not. it. Yeah, I hope not. not. I hope um, I never put her in that situation. But if we're there, I need you to hold me down, baby. Jesus. All right. Uh, so, But th- but then also uh, with uh, Melinda, she, Melinda's packing the bags up. She's about to leave because she just found out that... Uh, uh, Vic actually did murder Tony, uh, so she's about to get the fuck out of there. And I, ironically enough, the first scene we see in a movie is actually the last scene. I that love we that. See. Yeah. Uh, but I love the subtlety of it. Mm-hmm. Right. We didn't know it was going to lead up to that moment. Uh, it it kind of came out of nowhere. That oh shit, we we ended where we where we began. Um, uh, and but, that first bike ride home, that first scene may have been him coming from yeah, killing I the think first guy. I think that's exactly what it was. 
Uh, you, you what the first guy? What do you mean? Um, so remember the first person they found the body? No, well, no, I think the, it was confirmed because because he, when he was when he was boasting, you see the progress, and that's why I really so yeah, actually like the movie. They did find the killer of the first guy. They but found the killer. Was it a setup? No, no, no. They found the killer, but also uh, uh, that guy was shot, and uh, Vic tells uh the fucking Joel, uh, whatever his name is, I think it was Joel. Um, tells Joel that oh he hit him in the back of the head or something like that, mm. um, and so I think that's where that's where no 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 that's where it all started with him. Meaning that and I, I love that setup because it was a grad. You see the progression in him that you don't that he hasn't just been this murderous psychopath the entire time. Although it seems like he's been a psychopath the entire yeah. time. Yeah, but it it, it it you see the progression where it goes from him just lying about it and joking about the thing and well, what if I really actually did that yeah, shit? Like, could I get away with <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, you know, uh, I'm smart enough, I guess, uh, to get away with it. And then he just sees this dude in the pool and he's like, well, fuck it, let me just do it, you know? Um, so I, I, I like the, story-wise, I like the progression that they take with his character. Um, but really quick, back to Trixie. I feel like she's a key to the whole thing because she's like the reflection um, of uh, both Melinda and Vic. Uh, and also, she, uh, so she takes... Uh, so Melinda's packing her bag up. She's like, I'm about to leave because I just found out Joel, uh, uh, that Vic murdered Tony and I'm getting the fuck out of here. And then Trixie just takes her bag and is like, no, the fuck we not. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't doing that yeah. shit. And she just throws it in the pool and is like, fuck that. Yeah, you know, we're a family. Uh, what we is what family is, business? Uh, what is uh, my dude from the Ozark? What is uh, uh bird say? Um, oh, Marty. Yeah. Marty birdies. The fuck we're not, you know, yeah. <laughs> the fuck we are. Um, and so Trixie's like, nah, we're not, we're not going for that. Yeah. And then Melinda's like, all right, I guess. <laughs> hey, I know Trixie's like, you can't testify against your husband in court. You're not going anywhere. She was a very smart little girl. You saw what she was doing with the potatoes and the electricity. That was dope. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then we see uh, Melinda basically burning Tony's ID, essentially mm-hmm. helping Destroying to sort of the cover it up. Yep. Uh, so we see sort of the completion of the circle here where mm-hmm. uh, we're not show, show, uh, sure who knows what throughout the movie but then by the end it becomes very clear that oh okay we know that Vic for instance knew she was cheating the entire time didn't necessarily kill kill her first sort of side piece but then definitely killed uh, the subsequent side pieces um, except for Joel who who escaped I guess California or New Mexico where the fuck he went to Um, and then we see Melinda who doesn't know that he's a murder psychopath until he actually does murder somebody uh and even after she finds out she helps him it is what it is yeah um so they're both fucking crazy i think they they both deserve each other in the sense that they're both still in the relationship for some fucking weird ass reason yeah uh Hopefully yeah. Trixie would be okay. I'm, Yo. She's probably going to kill at some point. Yes. Yeah, you know, she's definitely on the path. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> again, like this would be, if I met Melinda and she's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm married and I, yeah. I've got my husband. Give that up, man. First of all, that's a, you know, I don't know if I want to get involved in that messy situation. Nah, but if like, she's like, oh yeah, that. my husband's, he's being investigated for murder. Definitely not. So I'm just like, who, <laughs> who are, and like, this is a small town. Like, Apparently, remember when Vic joked about having killed the first guy and yeah. everybody in the town knew? knew by the so end of it, after yeah. the whole situation with yeah, Charlie, for sure, yeah. everybody in the town like, yo, he, Vic probably, um, he joked about killing the first guy and yeah. he's being investigated for drowning Charlie. Yeah, why would you want to involve I'm yourself not, in this scenario? Yeah, I'm going like to swipe like left or whatever. Yeah, nobody's that good where you're just like, let me risk it for the biscuit here. Like, yeah, nah, listen, we're good. Melinda, we're good. 
yeah it's not i'm not gonna take that chance yo and i'm telling you right now man whatever your sexual urges are yo fucking find another outlet like if you have to start murdering people in order to fucking have sex or if you have to fucking have adulterous relationships in yeah. order to have sex with Couples your significant therapy. other yo anything or <laughs> just go to an orgy group sex be a cuckold yo. or whatever is cucking cuckold Cuck, right yeah cuckold um yo or or just again find somebody who actually that's their shit yeah there are people in the world that that works for find them don't find the murderous psychopath who's going to murder everybody who you and then yeah it was it weird movie i liked it for the most part i thought it was a little cartoonish at some point yeah but it was I, I toxically like, interesting it was, it was like, interesting this is, this it was interesting I, th- I thought it was going to sort of turn out to be sort of a uh, and i was like man ben affleck really likes these movies where you know he's like i didn't do anything and, and gone, know, girl, gone girl yeah this movie uh what was yeah. the uh, there was another one that he did it, yeah i heard about this, I, this. Didn't, um, I didn't i didn't i didn't watch that one though I, I heard about it though. I, uh, I, forget I forget the name of it, but yeah, Ben Affleck's been on a roll. Um, yeah. I love Ben Affleck. He can do no wrong. Um, in real life, him and Anna De Armas, they were dating for a while. Um, so after his divorce with Jennifer Garner, Garner yeah. then he and Anna De, De Armas were, was, were dating. He dated another joint. I forget who it was. And then now he's back with uh, J-Lo. Bro, listen, he's winning. King Affleck. Love him. Is he, he I is. feel like he's constantly fighting his uh his alcoholism, so I don't know if he's necessarily winning so much as just surviving. Uh, so he's surviving very well. <laughs> yeah, surviving kind of, better than enough. most. <laughs> uh, shout out to Little Rel too. Uh, I thought he did good in this movie. He this was, was like, actually the movie where I didn't find him annoying as I didn't I didn't I didn't object yeah, to him. No, he was good at, he was usually I find him very annoying. The, um the two shows so I've been watching Insecure uh lately. I like him in Insecure. Um, I Insta- like him in this. I, I feel like his his part was like a little too small for me to even like really. It was good. It was just enough. Yeah, it was, it was right. he was yeah. he was there. He wasn't there. Um, when he was there, I believed his character in this movie. Oh, but you're getting into insecure now. I know that's a little change up. Yeah, yeah. For the it longest was, um, time you weren't into it. Yeah, like I, I was watching other things, but like I recently picked it up. I think I'm in like season like two or three now. Good, great show. Yo, fire um, show. I love the show. Uh, but yeah, anyway, shout out to Little Rel. Uh, yeah. He did his thing in the show. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, so now that we moved through all that, uh, let's get to our uh, first trailer. We got a trailer. Uh, we got a trailer for the movie Men, which is another A twenty four film. Um, this is about a young woman uh, who goes on a solo vacation to the English countryside after the death of her ex husband. This is directed by Alex Garland, and uh, shout out to Fabe. Uh, uh, Alex Gar- Garland was the same person who directed. Um, uh, I can't want to say parasite. It definitely wasn't parasite. It was uh, uh, annihilation. Uh, annihilation. Uh, <laughs> and we had that very classic <laughs> argument with me yeah. about that. Uh, but this stars uh, Jesse Buckley, uh, Rory uh, Kinner, um, Gail uh, Rankin, and Papa Asidu, I believe. Asidu. I might be pronouncing his name wrong, but oh well. Uh, and is due out May 20th of 2020. Without further ado, let's check out. The trailer for men. Hello. Hi. Mrs. Marlowe, yes? Harper, yes. Do come in. The words I have to say. It's a beautiful house. Will it just be you staying or? Excuse me? Mrs. Marlowe? No. Until you give your love. 
There's nothing more that we can do. Apple from the garden? Yeah, it was delicious. No, 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 no. Mustn't do that. Forbidden fruit. Oh, God, sorry, I... I I'm I, joking. I oh. Uh. What? We're tormented. It feels more like... Haunted. Yeah. Something happened. My husband went upstairs to our balcony and let himself go. You must wonder why you drove him to it. Why I didn't drive him to it. I thought it'd be true. But if you had given him the chance to apologize, he'd still be alive. What? A man followed me out of the woods. He was stalking me. What makes you say that? I saw him twice. Twice? I don't know if he saw you once. Well, play a game. You hide, I'll see. You must feel an awful sense of guilt. Stay away from me. What are you doing? What are you? Freaky. Interestingly disturbing. I like yeah. it. Um, I think A24 has just a, a rare, like, really no cool knack right? for like picking. Movies so that like weird. no one, no one else is gonna put out a movie like this except yeah. for A twenty four. I feel like they have a very very particular taste, yeah. And you know they're not always gonna have the movie that it may not win like best picture, may not have like the biggest director in it. It's not always gonna have the biggest stars. It's usually gonna have like people that you're not like um, super familiar with, or they you know they've they have acting credits, but like they're not. Will Smith is he may not do a A twenty four movie. But they just have a knack for picking these really, really interesting stories that tell great stories from these really unique perspectives. And I like it. Yeah. Uh, and shout out to uh, Jesse Buckley. Uh, so we, we know her from the movie I'm Thinking of Ending Things, which is also a weird fucking movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Very fucking weird movie, uh, along with, um, uh, oh gosh, what's his name? Um, Jesse Plummet. Jesse Plummet. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, who's he? Good uh, who's who's Jesse Plemons married to? Um, uh, Kirsten. Dunst. Another, yeah, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, um, she and she's also in a lot of weird shit. Uh, but also, uh, I just finished watching Chernobyl. Um, I don't. Did you ever watch that on HBO? Uh, it's it's a, like a limited series, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't seen that. Yo, check that shit out. Is, is that, that shit will really freak good? you out. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's right. it's disturbing because it's reality <laughs> or at that least is what, for what passes as 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 reality I, I know obviously it's it's not actually reality but um uh but it based off of true events is essentially is, yeah is, is, uh so uh yeah she's she's a great actress dude and she clearly loves these movies where she's just asked to do a whole bunch of weird ass shit um, who uh, uh, uh jesse Kurt, buckley the, yeah. the, the, the main actress mm -hmm. uh that we've that we seen in the movie um 
yeah, this looks disturbing, dude. It does. I, yeah, that, that 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 left me with a very unsettled. This is why feeling. I don't do countryside shit. People, are like, oh, yo, like, I want a beautiful big house in the countryside. Fam, where, what like, movie have we ever watched where they just go to the countryside and it's just dope and it's just chill? Yeah, like, they just have dope house parties and like nothing ever <laughs> yeah. happens. Houses like these in the in the countryside, it's they're always yeah, haunted. Come on, man. There's always like a little girl or like a weird neighbor. Yeah. Somebody died. Like, yo, I'm not no. Yeah. Cell reception, receptions. I want to be just up. outside the city. Yeah, you know what I, mean? You know what I mean, or fucking downtown. I gotta I have know. four bars. Wherever you're at, that you don't have four bars. Oh, yeah. you don't need to be there. Why yeah. are you there? If I if I can't get my shit delivered within like one to three business no. days, like I don't want to live there. Why? If it Why takes do we have to be there? A week for my shit to get, or several weeks for my shit to get there because I'm so remote. I don't nah, want to be there. Don't need a, yeah, yeah. If if there's no, if there's if, no, if somebody they won't find my body for like yeah. a month because like it's just, I'm just so remote. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to be if, there. if there's not two day shipping, yeah. if we can't do two day Amazon shipping, where are you? Yeah. Literally, where are you? On if Earth? Uber <laughs> Eats or Grubhub or DoorDash, if they're like, you. we don't provide service to your area. Nah, 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 uh, nah, I have nah, no nah, business nah, being nah. there. Yeah, that place is not to be trifled with. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that was um uh, the movie Men from A24, starring Jesse Buckley. Uh, and is due out May twentieth of this here year. I will not be going to go check that out in theaters. I gather that I'll be so freaked out by the end of that that I'll be paralyzed. I um, just don't watch scary movies in theaters. Like for me, that's I yeah. I don't see that, the purpose. It's not a I don't scary see the purpose of scary movies. Period. But also, I don't necessarily see the pur- purpose of them in theaters. I, I like a good scary movie that, like you know, and I, I, scary horror is not my genre. Yeah, but I do appreciate a good scary movie that has like a unique perspective. Like, damn, I haven't seen this shit before. But if I watch that, I want to like watch it from the comfort of my own home. I feel like I, that I, is the better experience I, I, I than the theater. I might argue differently than you. Uh, I would argue that if you see it in a theater, you can kind of just leave it in the theater. Whereas when you watch it at home, you're like, well, fuck. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, granted, when I'm watching it, it's during the daytime, right? <laughs> and then as soon as the movie's over, let's turn, turn on all the lights, open yeah. up the windows, let's go for a walk. Yeah. Um, the last scary movie I watched, it was 100% at like 1 p.m., like in the day. What, uh, what movie was that? Um, this was, it was, uh, it was a scary movie on, I think it was like Malignant or something like that. On, okay. Yeah, I think that's on like HBO or I something like that. I tell right? you, I actually I couldn't tell you what the last scary movie. Although I did go back and watch like some of like the slasher movies from the eighties and nineties, um, but I don't really count those as like horror movies. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like this is a, a just like a different vibe than like yeah. fucking Freddy popping out of nowhere with a fucking. <laughs> yeah, know, this is a different brand of horror. Yeah, sure. this is more like um, this is like psychological. Uh, like, yeah, just psychological, like, just like troubling. Yeah, um, disturbing, disturbing. Yeah, yeah some shit that you're like, yo, if I was like spaced out on some fucking weed right now, this is actually pretty similar to an experience that yeah. I might have, which is not cool, right? Um, but uh, I remember seeing the last. For sure, the last scary movie that I saw in a theater was Paranormal Activity three, and people like clown that movie. Yo, I I don't know if I could have ever been more freaked out by mm-hmm. a movie than I was that uh, that particular movie. Uh, and one of the last movies that I remember watching at home that I was just like, yeah, this just isn't my vibe. Was uh, Hereditary. After watching Hereditary at home, I was just like, you know what? Yeah, horror movies just aren't my thing. You know? uh, Antlers <laughs> was the last movie I saw in theaters. Yeah, very good, very good movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. check it out. I think it's on um, HBO now. Antlers. Um, mm. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on HBO. I highly I think recommend that's another you watch A24. It. I, yes, yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, check it out. It's it's like it's scary as fuck, but it is very good. 
Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's let's check out another trailer here. Um, a, a little different vibe. Uh, so this is uh, actually it is not uh, one perfect shot that we were going to do that. But then I saw that the trailer just dropped for the offer. Uh, and so this is uh, so this is Oscar winning producer Albert S. Uh, Rudy's never before revealed um, experience of making The Godfather uh, of 1972. This is directed by uh, Dexter Fletcher, or I guess maybe created because this is a, this is a, I believe a series, uh, and it's written by a combination of people: Michael Tolkien, uh, Nikki uh, Toscano. Uh, Leslie uh, Greif, I believe, uh, and of course starring Miles Teller, Matthew Goad, Juno Temple, who's always in weird shit too. Uh, she's Juno Temple has like a weird. Uh, I feel like um, I have no idea who that is. I, I feel like you you've definitely seen her in something uh, for sure. Um, like I remember watching her in I think it was Afternoon Delight. I think that's what the movie was called. I remember Josh Radner was in it, uh, the dude from How I Met Your Mother, uh, but he wasn't like in a he was he was kind of a side character he wasn't like one of the main characters i'm, I'm sure yeah she looks familiar i just don't know she's in ted lasso so i don't know if you watch ted lasso i haven't seen ted lasso yet okay. no. um and uh also this is also starring giovanni um uh Ribisi, um and is due out uh april 28th of, of this uh year so let's check out uh the first full trailer for the offer Listen here, Bob. Paramount is going to come crashing down. We need hits. You've read The Godfather, right? Godfather. Sure. Who hasn't? We've been all over town. No one wants to make this movie. So I need you to produce it. Get going. I can't believe you told me you read it. You better read fast on the plane. Oh, yeah. That's big. The Godfather is bringing us too many problems. You want me to take care of it? Gangster movies are dead. This is not just some gangster film. We need someone who understands Italians. Francis Ford Coppola, he's got a great vision. We have to put this in the picture. A scene about gangsters arguing over sauce? No. A scene about family arguing over sauce. I got no cast. Do you think Pacino is actually a possibility? Cut it! No Pacino. Marlon Brando is interested. He's a nutcase. Can one thing go right with this picture? You want to make a movie that's going to make my people look like animals, and that ain't going to happen. I respect what you're saying, and I think I have a solution to our problem. You're still going to try to make this thing? I got no choice. I took a chance on you, and you stabbed me in the back. I won't judge you if you need to walk away from this. I'm not running either. This is what it's all about. The excitement. The thrill. That's movie magic, baby. All right, first full trailer for the offer. The first, my first thought out of it is, yo, Colin Hanks' brother is Chet Hanks. Mm-hmm. Has to be weird. 
very two very different <laughs> guys two very very different guys yeah like i wonder if, is it same moms it got to be like different moms or something like that because we both know tom we both we tom Col- is there collins collins definitely Colin uh, looks just like tom, tom like, yeah. like the style of acting the mannerisms like you know he's very similar yeah. to his father chet not so much i i probably identify more with chet right i i, I think you know there's this sort of like um there's this regalness about uh i don't know why the fuck I yeah regal is not the word yeah. i would use but yeah. but there's like a there's like this atmosphere around tom hanks of like oh my gosh tom hanks he's like so upstanding he's yada yada right yeah and i think i feel like i identify more with chet was like nah i'm just a fuck up i just <laughs> i yeah. fuck shit up constantly yeah. I, I do think we all like identify with chet because he's like clearly like the son of like one of the most famous you know well-known actors in hollywood right but like he still oddly has like a very like normal kind of like vibe about him even though like it's yeah, not i don't know if i call it yeah. normal. <laughs> remember that like uh that like we we watched that video that he yeah. put out where it's like oh and he's like oh you know like being the son of a well-known celebrity has his ups and downs with this like beautiful view of la <laughs> behind him in this 2.5 million dollar condo yeah uh, anyways, let's get to the trailer. Uh, the offer, yo, looks great. Uh, nah, not to you? I may or may not ever know. Um, listen, <laughs> first things first, Shit. I don't have Paramount Plus. I don't plan on signing up. Dude, they got me, man. They, they got, got me, you? And now they got me for like multiple months where like I was like, yo, because I got it for a very specific. Oh, reason. were you going to cancel? They're like, we'll give you three more months. No, no, no. I was going to cancel and then I literally just forgot. And then it hit and I was like, fuck, all right, mm. whatever. I'll keep it for like the next month. And yeah. then I just keep I just keep forgetting to cancel it. And it's not that much. It's like five something. But it's just like I also don't watch. So the reason why I got it is because of Star Trek. I was trying mm-hmm. to I was trying to power through the whole Star Trek series. And uh, for the month that I was watching it, you could only find certain things on Paramount Plus. Um, and yeah, so they got me. So I'll, I'll be able to watch it. <laughs> Have you seen Halo yet? Out. Halo's on Paramount Plus, right? No, but I need to. I was actually just playing the original Halo this past week. Yeah, if, that's the only reason I would get uh, uh, fucking Paramount Plus. To watch that? For, uh, to, for Halo? Yeah, yeah, I have not checked that out, um, but I will now that you brought that up. Uh, and uh, yeah, the, the original Halo still holds up. I was oh my God. It. Yeah, that shit still that slaps. Define my childhood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I, was, I was somewhere. Listen, if Master Chief came in here right now, yeah. like, yo, I need your help. Strap I'm like, up. Let's go. Let's give me some sticky it. grenades. <laughs> give me that sword. I'd follow Master Chief in the war. Um, so, I mean, yeah, Godfather, it's well-renowned as like one of the greatest films of all time. I do not share that belief, but a lot of people do. Um, this movie looks good. The cast looks stellar in this movie. Um, I'm pretty sure they're gonna they're gonna tell a great story here. I'm just not a big Godfather fan, so I don't really care to see a movie about the making of the Godfather. Or yeah, I'm sorry, this is a limited series. What actually, I, what I would charge you to do is go back and watch the Godfather with a truly open mind. <laughs> Um, you're asking me to commit a lot of time to something I a, already know one, I don't like. Just one, just got just the first Godfather. You don't have to go through two or three. Just go back because and the, and the reason why is because I remember when I first watched, like I was literally I was going back through my uh, the old VHS tapes when I was a kid um, that my dad had, uh, and there's there literally like uh, I think there was like two or three hundred of them, right? That I was kind of pouring through, um, and one of them like this set that i would always remember seeing was the godfather and every now and then every so often we would pop it in and watch it and it's a two fucking 
two tape set because that's how long the godfather is uh that that you need two tapes for it uh and i just always remember when i was a kid watching it's like yeah this shit is so boring it is so boring why are we watching this this is the most boring but then as an adult as i watched it the first time around i was like all right this shit is cool when i watched it the third time fam i was like yo shit is fire fire this movie is i hear you yeah not gonna happen um, All right. Okay. Listen, I've seen The Godfather, the first one, twice. I've seen the second one once. Did you? Can I? And I've I know, never I, watched the third I, one. I, I, I know I, you. I, I won't. Yeah, the third one's you can you can probably miss that. Um, but what I and I know how you're going to answer this even before I ask you. But like, do you, do you, uh, do you feel like you actually like understood everything that was going on in it? Yes, I understand the film. I just don't like it, and I feel like that's Why? what people that's what people will, will like. What, People who really enjoy a certain film yeah. or enjoy a book. Well, did you understand it? Did you get it? Do you know the nuance? Like, do you, do you, I get it. I just don't like it. Yeah, no. And, and I'm not, I'm not disputing that, but like, I guess like, I know your taste. Cause I, we have, we have some overlapping taste in movies and like, like we're both child of the nineties the in terms of growing up with the Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone's and fucking uh, Steven Seagal's like we, 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 like we, we have that overlapping, but there are other like sort of more nuanced movies, uh, one might argue, uh, that we we certainly sort of have in common. And so when I look at The Godfather, uh, I look at some of the movies that we went through, like we just watched a movie from the creator of uh, Annihilation. We both, to my understanding, I think we both really liked Annihilation. Um, so it, it's it's for for that reason is why i asked like well damn did you did you understand the movie because yeah, like, I, I feel like this is a movie that you would think is dope as shit um so i love there there are a lot of things i do love about the godfather um particularly i love its take on it's like family politics right um i love its take on um you know, it, this, it, it wasn't like a gangster movie. And I, I like how they address that in this trailer here. The Godfather, I don't really view it as like just a, an Italian mob gangster movie. Mm-hmm. I view it as like a, a, a movie about family business, right? And the inner workings of like how you, how, you, how you run your family and everything that comes in between. Protect your family. You know, you know, being like the head of your family, leading your family and all the politics and things that come in between, blah, blah, blah. And there are so many other things there. Um, so many quotables came out of The Godfather. And I feel like The Godfather's impact impact on film is profound. We still see a lot of that today. Mm-hmm. I just don't like I, I well, Not that I don't like it, like it was bad. I just didn't particularly care for it. I've seen the first one twice. I don't need to go watch it again. Yeah, I've seen the second one. I don't need to watch that again. I'm... I don't care to watch the third one. I, I think maybe one of the reasons why I feel strongly about it is because I identify with the character of Michael so much in terms of just his his whole story arc. Because really, The Godfather is just basically about Michael, right? It's mm-hmm. about a lot more, but um, but he's essentially the the focal point of of, of the trilogy, right? Um, uh, um, and I, I think that the journey that he goes on, I could kind of say similar to the movie that we just watched, right? Deep Water, right? How uh, you have these two people, you, you have this dude, Vic, who starts off as like this kind of like, uh, he's he's a good guy. He seems like he's a decent guy. He's weird, but decent guy. And then he slowly descends into this madness. But the question then becomes, is like, wait, was he always fucking crazy? Or did he just start being crazy, you know? And I feel like it's it was essentially that same thing with Michael. It's just, you know, it, was he always this, you know, sort of, cruel paranoid you know 
fucking sociopathic person or did he grow into that because his family kept pressuring him hey we need you as a part of the family business we need you a part of the family business and then when he became a part of the family business they saw the monster that he essentially revealed himself to be yeah um and so that's i feel like i just that whole story that they paint him in was like one of the most complete character studies i think i've ever seen in a movie you know yeah and i appreciate it so much so that's why i'm like fixated on the point of like fuck like i like I, I love it because I, I see what they're doing with them. Yeah. Uh, and I appreciate it. And this is why I say like Godfather's impact on film is like you know so profound because like, you know, when you look at a character like Michael, you, you see so many other characters like that in films that we watch today of like this person who um, my view of Michael was someone who like did not want to become what he became. He was kind of somewhat forced to. But when he did become that thing, he was like, you know what? I like this. Monster. <laughs> yeah. I like I, I like it. And if I'm going to be this thing, I'm going to be the best at it. And I will become the monster that yeah. I have to be because you made me. Which begs the question, you know, uh, who made the monster? Yeah, you and, know, and, like, yeah. didn't he try to avoid it? You sure. Know? Yeah. And yeah. I, I think, like, I think that thing is, um, and why it's so relatable, why his character is so relatable. I feel like everybody has the potential in them to become something like that, right? Where it's like, you know, if you really push me hard enough, I will snap. Right. But, that, but that's just it. Like that's what I think is the beautiful part about what they did with Michael's character is that he really wasn't like, he wasn't pushed to be a monster so much as he was pushed to be a part of, but they, like they just didn't, everybody didn't know what they were buying into when they were asking him to do mm-hmm. this. But it's kind of like a little bit like what you're saying of like, he did like, we didn't really like nobody knew, you know, but maybe he knew like what he could become. Yeah. And he, that's maybe why he was trying to avoid it. In it the was kind of one of those yeah. things where he's like, I don't want to be a bad guy. I don't want to be a bad guy, but everyone kept asking and him to be the bad be guy. The bad and then guy. now he's like, okay, you want me to be the bad guy? I'll be the bad guy. Shout out to Razor but Ramon. You're, you're going to give, I'm going to give you the bad guy that you probably didn't expect. Like yeah. you didn't think this was there. And that's what he gave to him. Yeah. Shout anyway, out to Scott. Hall. Love the movie. Uh, I'm sorry. Love the characters and and the story that's told. No, you said it right. Love the movie. It's fine. It's fine. I I heard you let it slip. Uh, But yeah, this looks interesting. Miles Teller uh, is back to doing Miles Teller shit. It's been a while since we've seen Miles Teller. We we don't see him in too much. Uh, The last movie I really remember seeing him in was uh, was it War Dogs? The one movie that he did with Jonah Hill where they were like the gun runners. Mm, Yeah. That's really the last movie I can really remember him in. I don't remember too much past that. But Miles had a kind of a he had like a he had a little little moment there where he was in like everything. Um, yeah, you know what? He was in um what was that movie where he played the drummer? Yeah, guy, um, uh, um yeah, I was about to say drumline. That was like really wrong. <laughs> Definitely not drumline. Um fucking Fuck, what is that movie? I forget called? what that movie is. Because it's with um JK Simmons. Um I'm I'm trying to look for it here. I can't find it. Um, it's not bleed. Is it bleed for this? No, no. Yeah, I mean he's done Whiplash. a lot of stuff. It was, it was Whiplash. That's it's what it's called. called. Whiplash, yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, I mean he's a good actor. I like the guy. Um, you know, we'll see more from him. I'm yeah. absolutely sure. I've, I've seen. I'm looking at his IMDb. He has a, a few uh, movies in the works. There's a uh, Top Gun Maverick. Um, he's gonna yeah, be in that. He plays like I think he's uh, Tom Cruise's son in that. Did you ever watch the original um, map, um, um, Top Gun? I think so. But like, like back in I the feel day, like I was yeah. so young. It was, I, I, I probably no, we saw it. But we need like to do a movie night. We need to watch 
fucking Top Gun because everybody keeps talking about it as if it's like the best thing ever, and I have I'm suspecting that it's probably garbage. Yeah. <gasps> Whoops. Sorry. Yeah. Everybody so listen, to this podcast. <laughs> I'm of the belief that like if I miss something, I missed it. No. But the, but the world goes no. on. Like I don't. There's certain no. things where people are like, oh, you gotta go back and watch this thing, and you like you like. I feel like you are. Um, you dedicate time to this. Like you'll go back and watch 100%. Star Wars. I'm sorry, oh, Star, Star Trek. Trek. I will absolutely never go back and watch Star Trek. I missed it. <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> well, I so I, I I think part of that is is like I, I'm trying to be more of like a student of not just a student of like oh my god I feel like I have to go back and watch Citizen Kane because everybody says it's, it's like I don't really give a shit about it. I've I've watched Citizen Kane. I think it's kind of boring. It might be a masterpiece to some people. It's definitely not to me, yeah. right? Um, okay. But I think I go back to watch certain things because I feel like, um, for one, I just like having conversations about things. I just like talk. I like when I have a conversation with somebody and they're like, "Hey, I watched this this thing, or you know, this new thing's coming out from this old thing." I like to be at least somewhat knowledgeable about whatever the fuck it is, so I can at least carry a conversation because mm-hmm. I think uh, I just think that's interesting. But then also too. I try to be a student of like just film and TV and, and so much shit comes out has come out in history yeah. that it's just like impossible to say that you've seen everything. So I know I'm you know fighting a losing battle, but also I want to watch as much stuff as I possibly can so that um, so I, I don't know, I can I can leave, not leave every, you know, any stone sort of left unturned, at least ones that, you know, that I that I know I, I can. Yeah, I mean I love to have, you know, conversations about these like, you know, these like, you know, really like prominent thought provoking films with like unique storytelling and perspectives and all that shit. But like at the same time, I like Blade too. I watched that shit <laughs> the other night. It was great. What's this life can do no wrong. Yeah. I mean, I'm, look, I go back and watch trash shit all the time. Um, and I, honestly, Blade 2 is not not terrible, although it's not it's not as good as I remember it being. Um, I remember that. I remember when I first watched, it was like, "Yo, this movie's amazing." The first one, it was like Child's Play. This one's fucking awesome. And I watched it again. I was like, eh, "It was all right." Yeah, was I, all right. I think like um, it, it, it's aging. It, it's still like it's like an old car, right? You know, it's it cranks slow, and you're like, uh, you know, doesn't have all the bells and whistles. It's still good. Like I watched it the other night. I still very much enjoy the film. I don't think it it's aged like perfectly you know it's yeah, not in mint condition yeah, it hasn't aged yeah. as well as like, it has not uh, um like it's not it, t2 yeah i remember watching t2 again it's like yo <laughs> yeah terminator 2 is still not dropped good. off at all yeah. who was it i think i was talking to addy and he was like i don't know if t2 is one of the greatest movies ever i was like addy get the fuck out of my i house. did watch it like not too long ago and yeah. it is still that good it's it's um, it's 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 a it's a classic period. yeah yeah t2 has if not retained its value has appreciated in value Bla- yeah. blade somehow the, the 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 cgi in it somehow still holds up after like 40 years it it's 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 like i know this shit is fake but like i'm willing to accept it because it's still Dude, very i don't know good. I, I feel like blade two has not appreciated in value um but i'm not saying it hasn't lost it's all a little of its cartoonish value. i feel like blade 2 was like with the dude who was like you know the uh damaskino yeah like the the what was like the main dude who was like fucking the damaskino whatever yeah, yeah um but it was just like it's kind of just this is a little cartoonish i don't know I, a little bit yeah, you know maybe maybe yeah my I, but my tastes have sophisticated 
What do you mean? My palette. My palette for movies has, like, I remember watching it thinking, like, yo, this is so dope. Like, the action in it is awesome. And, but then, like, the, when I went back and, like, watched it, because I, I feel like m- more, I watch for story now more than action or anything else. So, kind of removing the action from it, it was just like, yeah, the story's kind of stupid. Like, you know, it's like, okay, you've got the princess and, you know, she's trying to do some shit. And then- yeah, I think the story was like, there's, it's kind of like a, a family drama, right? Like yeah. Demoschino is the son of like the, you know, the head of the vampire coven or whatever. Yeah. And he was like this new breed of vampire that fed on vampires. And then it's like, all right, well, I don't want to kill my son, but our son is going to be the demise of our um of our like of who we are as vampires like yeah. and they're like vampires we don't want to take over the earth like we just want to survive but like this new breed of vampires they will infect everything and everyone and uh, destabilize like the ecosystem that is yeah you know. so i i get that i i feel like uh and this is a the problem i forget what movie we watched recently but i remember thinking like it wasn't so much the story that was the problem it was kind of the execution of the story right yeah like, yeah it's, it's i not, mean a great story yeah, is nothing not, like, if you like, don't like execute the premise it well. that you just said was like okay that that's that's good and there's a version of that i'm sure is, is fire but the execution yeah was not there yeah this is this is like early 2000s <laughs> so you know like storytelling yeah. probably was not there yeah um, but uh, yeah. i'm telling you dude one of the marvel movies that i'm absolutely the most excited for i know there's a lot of shit coming down the pipeline yeah. but i'm blade. so excited for blade yeah. like that is my, well, it depends. One of my it depends again like it depends on the story that they that they gave us uh i i think they've got a great you know person playing blade Herschel ali i just watched him in swan song great movie um i think he's a great actor uh the the role is in great hands but just as with anything else it just really just depends on the story that they're they're trying to tell yeah i mean so far they've announced they've got mahershala ali delroy lindo and aaron pierre um you know delroy lindo um what was the last movie that he was in um i barely i don't know who that is uh delroy so who's the guy who played kang the conqueror that's not Delroy Lindo. No, 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 that's not him. Um, what's his, he was? Oh, uh, fuck. What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? It's like fuck. Yeah, him. I've got a terrible. Memory. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was also in um, Harder They Fall. Uh, he and Delroy Lindo did the movie where they're out in the jungle. Remember, they went back to like um. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the something five. The five heartbeats. The, the, the blood. Uh, five bloods the five bloods yeah, yeah delroy jonathan majors jonathan majors delroy lindo is like the bald black guy who like went crazy in the jungle and ended up dying yeah um, stellar actor i love his work i love so him i think he's gonna play like a whistler type of character to mahershala ali's blade I feel like that's two on the nose i feel like that's just like the black version of whoever they got <laughs> the first two. Yeah, we need a whistler who's gonna play? but like if you're gonna do it you might as well it be, be yeah, yeah. Fair enough. One of the greatest uh, interviews of all time, Delroy Lindo. Look, let's let's get through this real quick. We got a couple more topics to talk about. Let's let's just kind of speed through these. Uh, so we <laughs> we say we did them. Um, so for, first of all, let's talk about. Uh, so I was, um, I was flipping through some some stories, and I came across a story about uh, what the residuals basically were, uh, what the royalties were for. Uh, some of these shows that had uh, that had pretty long runs, right? Um, and I was just like blown away at some of the stats here of just like, yo, if you were a part of one of these network shows that really fucking popped and you were one of the main cast members, bruh, 
you do not have to work for literally the rest of your life, nor do your kids, I'm sure, have to work yeah. for literally the rest of their lives. Uh, so look, look, let's just roll through it real quick. Friends, the show's success still pays dividends for the cast. In 2015, USA Today reported that Warner Brothers earned $1 billion a year from Friends. Uh, of that amount, 2% or $20 million goes to each of the stars every single fucking year 20 mil every single year not counting anything else what yeah sir what if i knew i was going to be getting 20 million a year for something i did 20 years ago like i'm still i'm probably still spending money from like 2008 you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have, have i have i i need a, a different bank account for each year you know what I mean? It's like, and I need my accountant to keep me on track. Like, all right, you know, you you spent the 2007 money. We're now in 2008. I'm like, okay, great. How are we going to waste this? Yeah. Um. So you, you do have other shows that they had like kind of weird, not weird, but I, I would say less, I guess, um, their cast members weren't able to sort of get more like they weren't able to sort of bargain together i guess uh so take seinfeld for instance um so uh jerry seinfeld and then larry david uh were basically the co-creators of the show uh so they got a majority of the royalties while uh julia uh lewis uh dreyfus and then michael richards as well as jason alexander didn't own a stake in the show um which is that's heartbreaking yeah that's heart breaking if i found out (laughs) that we did this thing together yo but you i mean they they created it but also like bitch but we so so it it was larry david who created the show right or was it him him and seinfeld him and seinfeld created it together okay i thought seinfeld was like brought on as like the actor but he also no no it's they 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 co-created it it, got it okay so but like yo i still y'all that's kind of like you know uh, uh, with Facebook, right? How Mark Zuckerberg essentially um, wrote who's the other? It was Sergio something. Um, kind of like wrote him out of like ownership of Facebook and yeah. kind of like fucked him out of billions of dollars. Yeah, it's like kind of one of those things. I would be. I mean, I'm sure they're still making some money. They probably still get some residuals, but they're not getting Apparently Jerry and Larry money. Ownership. Damn. You don't have any ownership. That's it's kind of like what what happened with Stan Lee at Marvel. He created all of these amazing yeah, characters. He just got a Marvel own the right to them. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "We'll give you five seconds in every movie." Just shut you up. Um, uh, so, so, it, so, but do you want to know how much Seinfeld and, and uh, Larry David made? Yeah, Four hundred million for, per syndication cycle. Yo, what is a syndication cycle? Uh, I assume when uh, say like. I don't know. Network buys it up and says, "Hey, we're gonna run it for like the next like year." Like, so you know how Netflix had the uh, or it currently has the rights to Seinfeld. Yeah. Um. So I assume now streaming might make make that a, a different sort of scenario. But from what I understand, it's like going through a cycle of of you know of this show uh, on any given like network. Yeah, I got a uh, definition here. <laughs> I'm just going to read it real quick. Sure. Syndication rights typically last for six consecutive showings of a series within three to five years. So if like, you know, to okay. your point, if ABC yeah. shows the show like from front to from, you know, front to back uh, six times within three to five years, that's a syndication cycle of $400 million. Either way, as long as the check clears for some shit they did 20 years ago, that's beautiful. Dude, Larry David, like, 
he's you know those actors who don't age like Ice Cube and Jared Let uh, Jared Leto and fucking whoever the fuck else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Larry David is one of those people who like does not age, but he stopped aging when he was old as fuck. Because you can go back to like episode one of Curb Your Enthusiasm, which came out like a long, long time ago. He looks as old as he is now. He just he just hasn't aged since then. It just he just stopped aging at sixty five. <laughs> You know, Basically. like if I'm going to stop aging, let it be at like 30. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause then it's like, Oh, even if you're like 60, even if you're like 70 or in, in a Jerry Leto's case, right? He's like 55, but he looks, Jerry Leto looks like a 27 year old woman. You know what series I've wanted to go back and watch? I don't know if I talked to you or Addy about this, but I've always wanted to go back and watch um, the show from the nineties. It didn't really last that long, but it was like one of the first shows that, it's one of the first times I ever saw Jared Leto. Uh, it was called, oh, My So-Called Life. Mm. Do you remember that? Mm-mm. It's like an MTV. It wasn't, I don't think it was on them. Was it on them? It might have been on MTV. I'm not sure. Um, no. But it was kind of in the same vein of that, during that same time period, it's like Daria. Do you you know Daria? Yeah. Right? Okay. yeah. It was sort of during that same time. It wasn't animated. It was a live show. And then I think, um, what's her name? Fuck. Uh, she's in the, uh, not the Americans, but the, um, Oh my god, I'm my brain is not working correctly. Uh, I keep wanting to say Kirsten Dunst. It's not Kirsten Dunst. It's uh, whatever. Doesn't fucking matter. But I've always wanted to go back and watch that show, my show, my so-called life, because I remember it being like this weird show that I didn't really understand when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but I knew it was like, oh, okay, this is like really different. Um, See, th- this is like what we talked about. Like you will go back and watch something like that. I'm yeah. like, I missed it. <laughs> That's like <laughs> so, but like I, wait, but you still go back and watch shit. It just depends on how old it is, yeah. Um, kind of sort. I mean, I'll go back and watch some old shit, but like usually, if I go back and watch something old, it's that You're I, already familiar. It's with it, yeah. Now, granted, like for example, I went back. Like I've been looking at like a whole bunch of Denzel Washington movies that I haven't seen before, and I'm yeah. like, yo, there's so many Denzel movies I haven't seen, and I'll go back and watch some shit, and it's like, damn, this was good. I can't believe I haven't seen it. Something like that. But if I, I have to know that, like, all right. You know, there's something attractive there it's gonna be good you know um yeah i actually i like that i don't know i actually like the unsuspecting like because then when it is dope then you're like oh shit this was really dope well like i don't know i just know like there's a great actor in it and like this actor was like in the early stages of their like what we now know is their greatness so it's like there has to have been something there right so if i go back and watch the denzel movie from 30 years ago i'm like all right well it's got to be something good about it yeah. Meg Ryan's in it. <laughs> Jennifer <Ryan's> Anderson would. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so the last, the first time I saw like Jerry Leto, he was in Requiem. Have you ever seen this movie, Requiem for a Dream? Claire Danes. That's who I was trying to. Claire Danes. Yeah, yeah. From um, yeah. Homeland. Homeland. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, okay. Uh, that's who was the star of. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, what I was going to say is you're asking for Requiem. Requiem for a Dream. It has I've like Marlon Wayans in it. I've never seen it. Um, I've never seen it. I'm actually kind of scared to watch it. I feel like no, it's watch like, it. It's it's, it's terrifying. Like, it's not one of my favorites. Um, but As somebody who doesn't do a whole lot of drugs at all, I feel like it's not helpful in terms of yeah. <laughs> opening it is true. Those yeah. <laughs> if you are like, if you're like into like drugs and shit, this is probably like one of your like favorite movies. But like, it, it, it was it was a good movie still. But like, yeah. you're gonna see Jared Leto. You're gonna see Marlon Wayans, who also has not aged. Um, as well as Jennifer Conley, who's aged very, very. All of them has fucking aged well. That movie came out twenty two years ago. Yeah, Jerry Leto still looks the same. That's, yeah, that's insane. Anyway, yeah. Um, so there are a couple other sh- um, series on here. There's like Gilligan's Island. Yeah, let's pour through real quick, uh, dude. Uh, apparently, they don't really make shit from Gilligan's Island. Um, Home Improvement. I'm interested in Home Improvement. Enjoyed an eight uh, eight year run. 
1999 and ended in 1999. Uh, Richard Karn, one of the show's stars, uh, told Australian uh, publication News.com 2016, every time the show gets uh, gets bought around the world, uh, you get a little percentage of that. You don't want to have to uh, live on that, but it's a nice uh, kind of annuity. Uh, it depends on where he's coming from. I don't know what a little is to him. It's all relative. Yeah, and you know, with his expense, a little uh, might be like, uh, I can't buy a new yacht. Yeah, you know, two hundred thousands. Yeah. You know, just a <laughs> little bit of money. Like, yeah. Um, one of the more interesting ones I saw was like uh, Ray Romano can earn up to eighteen million a year yeah. from residuals for uh, everybody, everybody loves, loves Raymond. Raymond. Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah, that's why these hit shows are like. That's why you're you're like yo. If we had a run longer than s- about six seven seasons. Yeah. Yeah. And you bet you better locked up that contract after like the third season. You got to lock up that contract to say, yo, I'm getting fucking percentages on the end of this. Yeah. I can't be out here. Like you can't just wait for the direct deposits to hit and think everything's all good. You got to be like, yo, man, I need I need uh, I need to be able to write on some shows. I need to be able to produce executive produce on some shit. I need like, oh, you you know, I watched like a little documentary on the dude. uh, You've watched uh, Ridiculousness, aren't you? Mm-hmm. on mtv um, rob rob Deardick. yeah yeah so i watched like a little sort of youtube he, he makes so much money off Yo, of that he basically shit. owns mtv essentially because that's all they fucking show is ridiculousness or whatever the other fucking shows um there's was, was fantasy on. factory he had yeah, his, that show with uh, him um, and rob mm-hmm. then um, he had robin big and yeah, then robin, now he has ridiculousness that's him and rob he is robin. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he's so far i think he has he's had three or four shows on mtv which he's like the creator of the executive producer to producer and like right. the writer. They are printing money. For yeah. Them. Oh my God. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, before the Simpsons was uh, a $13 billion global franchise. It was obscure animated show in 1982. Uh, basically. Yeah. Basically they don't make shit um, from the show. Uh, 50 can't, uh, can't make the same claim in 2017. TMZ uh, reported that the musician and the actor, uh, received a check from uh, his cameo he made on The Simpsons for $16.68. So, yeah, basically, he doesn't fucking make shit from it. Holy shit. No. Um, this last one for me here, what I thought was really interesting. Um, so this was like, a, I'll just read the excerpt here. Fox News speculated that Charlie Sheen, for his work on Two and a Half Men, could go on to earn up to $100 million more after the show had ended. Yeah. Um, however, in 2016, he sold a uh, he sold his profit participation rights for twenty seven million. And yeah, I guess he needed the money, dude. I don't know if that like exempts him from earning like any residuals. I would have to assume that that's probably a lion's share of whatever he had uh, attached to the show. Yeah. Um, hey, man. Sometimes you need that money right now. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah, you can't wait. He's he's been he's been going through a lot. <laughs> Even though a hundred million dollars is a lot. Of Fucking money! How much trouble could you be in where you're like, I'd pass up 100 mil uh, yo, for 27. Yeah. Over the next five years, you can make 100 million, or you can get like 27 right now. Like, what trouble can you possibly? What drug lords do you owe money to yo, that you need that money? Fucking Mexican cartel. <laughs> Mexican yo. cartels like, yo, we need it tomorrow. <laughs> yo, either you pay us tomorrow, or we're fucking, uh, uh, you know, or we're gonna kill everybody. Is that simple? Or, or your wife's going to be molested. <laughs> Yeah, granted, <laughs> if it were Charlie Sheen, he'd probably be like, take my wife. You know what I mean? Denise Richards, like, I don't want to have to pay her any Yo, more child support watched, alimony. Uh, I just watched, I didn't just watch it. I watched it a while ago, but I watched, yeah, The World Is Not Enough, man. What happened to Denise Richards? What did her career go, dude? I don't know. I think she, what like, happened, she, man? like, got in with, like, got married to Charlie Sheen. They had a kid. And then, like, from there, it was just, <sighs> like, 
it was kind of like what happened great. with Pamela Anderson, right? She was at like the height of Hollywood, one of the most beautiful women on the planet. Um, and then she fucked around with uh, who's the guy? Tommy, the, Tommy, Tommy. I think she got more popular from <laughs> from that standpoint. Um, I don't know. I feel like that, like the sex tape came out, and then he just got into like drugs and alcohol, and then they uh, fell off. And well, I still haven't watched the uh, the series. Not that I'm saying that that's like a documentary or anything like that, but yeah, I, I still haven't watched the series on uh, on Hulu. Yeah, I love Sebastian Stan, but I'm not gonna watch that shit. I might. Watch I don't it. care. I've heard enough. good things. I've heard good things about it. I'm sure it's great. Yeah. I just don't care enough. <laughs> okay. Like I don't care enough about that story. Like I'm not like oh Tommy and Pam. Yeah, it was never like, really like a much attractive like like sex tape wasn't even like, that I, good. I knew we, yikes. Uh, never watched it. it was, I was too young. I was too young. Never it's still it. online. You can watch it. Watch it tonight if you want to. <laughs> oh, I thought you don't go back and watch old things. <laughs> no, no, this is this is years ago. I watched it when it like came out. This dude watches it you every need to week. Catch up. Just to <laughs> all right. Let's talk real quick about the uh, uh, Jack Nicholson um, uh, uh, asking for basically the uh, the best picture or the. Uh, let me revise what I'm trying to say. Okay. Uh, the best actor award uh, in 2003 uh, during the Academy Awards, uh, Jack Nicholson, I guess, was a part of that group. And he asked the other uh, best actor award uh, nominees um, to boycott the Oscars uh, in protest of the war in Iraq in 2003. Uh, Adrian Brody, you know what? I don't agree with his stance. But I respect it. Adrian Brody came out and said this about Jack Nicholson. But he said he said he called up the rest of everybody else. He was like, "Look, bro, like, look, my parents are fucking coming to this thing. This is the first one I I'm ever you know, like that I ever got invited to. I'm fucking going, okay? Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not staging a fucking protest. But what was dope about what he did was he then got on stage. I think he actually did win. Uh, and then during his speech, he you know purposely noted. Yeah, uh, the the Iraq War, uh, you know, as and I want to quickly read that because it's, it's it is somewhat meaningful. Um, it says, "My experience making this film made me very aware of the sadness and dehumanization of people at the times of war and the repercussions of war. However, whomever you believe in, if it's God or Allah, may He watch over you and let us pray for a peaceful and swift resolution." And again, this was during the um, this was uh, which war was this? Was the Iraq War. So many Iraq War. Yeah, yeah. You, you, I, I love the thing that you just said because it shows you the insanity that was the Iraq war. So we were in Iraq for so fucking long that a lot of people just forgot. Yeah. We were staging a war. We were in, in a, like, for, so during that entire period and then I, no, they withdrew from Afghanistan. I think mm-hmm. we're still in Iraq. I, I don't know exactly where it is right now, but basically up until I think it was the last year, um, we had been at war with Iraq and in Afghanistan that entire fucking time. Yeah. That uh, so entire this is from like time. Uh, I think the war in Iraq started in like 2001. So I think we were there. No, no, it, it officially started in 2003. I want to say it was. No, I, I think was at that time we were already, the war was already, it, it was either 2001 or 2002. But so either way, by the no, time, because we, so, so we got attacked on 9-11 and then it was, I, I believe either the subsequent year, because we had to go through the whole thing with Saddam has weapons of mass destruction. Mm. Uh, so we went through that first and then we were like, all right, because of this, we're going to war. Uh, so there was some time there be, between 9-11 and, uh, and when we, when we went into Iraq. Isn't it crazy that like Trump's presidency seems crazier than the war in Iraq? 
I'll be honest with you. I don't know if it was actually. It crazier. probably wasn't, but like, because that's yo. I'm talking about like a a twenty some year war. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. It was declared in 2003. Like we are officially at war with yeah. Iraq. Um, uh, you know what? I, I I don't know what's right or what's wrong. Right? Like I get Adrian Brody's point where he's like, yo, like I, you know, this is like this is the accumulation of like all of my life's work. Yeah, yo, think about and, that. Think about like if you're fucking like Michael Jordan. LeBron James, and this is like you get to the finals, right? This is it. You yeah. can do it. And then they're like, "Well, but you got to sit out and protest." You're like, "But I've spent my entire career for this. What the fuck do you mean?" Can we protest out? after we <laughs> win the championship? After I get the ship, I'm you not know? gonna boycott the Super Bowl the day before the, the day. Super Bowl. You know what? what I mean? Like, let me wait. <laughs> Let, me go, let know, me go out and get the trophy first. So, 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 like where I stand on it, I, I, I do think that, like, but that's that's like what shit like that means, right? Like, it's like, you, yeah, like it's that important to you, but that's why it means that much more when you do then protest it, mm-hmm. uh, or or stage a protest during it. Like a pro, I feel like people think that protests are supposed to be like this thing where it's just like convenient for you or everybody else. Yeah. It's like no, it's supposed to be the direct opposite. It's supposed to it's fuck it's shit supposed up. to require great sacrifice. Um, and you know, you can, you can always see the people who like, there will always be people who are unwilling to sacrifice. Right. And even if like protesting this thing benefits them, right. Like you got to think about like, you know, the companies that like, um, are fucking ruining the world. Right. Um, let's say Exxon spills some more oil in the water and people are like, let's boycott Exxon gas stations. And like, if you work at Exxon, don't show up to work, blah, blah, blah. Unfortunately, there are people who will show up to work still, even though they know like, the company I work for is terrible. It's the evil, terrible company, but I'm going to show up to work because like I've got bills to pay or, you know, I want to keep buying shit online. Right. Um, so like, unfortunately protests, like they're never ever really is like powerful as they should be because not everybody's willing to like sacrifice i don't know if that's necessarily true i think that i think we our perception of protest in, in today's day and age is mm-hmm. a lot different than what it was what, especially here what in protest do you think has been like you know like very successful like you know and it has led to like real change well, I, I, you know, just during the whole civil rights era, like, you know, the, the, the many, you know, whether it's Birmingham or uh, in terms of like. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not going to talk about the civil rights era just because like that's. Yeah, like, that's like. The, yeah, 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 you're right. yeah, yeah. I'm talking about like <laughs> anything <more> else. Recently. <laughs> um, I, I, I might argue like, uh, it, it, but it, it's harder, right? Like as we sort of go on, s- substantial change it's harder to achieve right mm-hmm. so like it's easy it's easier i guess in the civil rights era to change shit because it's like okay so we go from having separate drinking water fountains to just having one drinking water fountain yeah you know like that's a that's an easier thing than like looking under like the nooks and crannies of things of like how things are just crafted in such a way to be to disadvantage one group versus another so i feel like it's you get more change i feel like back then because the shit was just dumb like it's yeah. just like we can't this is obviously terrible like, yeah like you know? i was thinking more along the lines of like for example a couple years ago i think it was like two or three years ago like the women's march uh not even that like so like i'm gonna use an example of like uh the gucci right where gucci like had like on several occasions had like put out like dis- ads like essentially like disrespecting black people right there was yeah. one where it's like kid the, yeah the kid with the monkey thing the, with the monkey thing yeah. he had like a noose around his neck or some shit like that right yeah. and 
Um, no, wasn't it just like a, a it was a white kid with like a monkey on his check, uh, chest or something? Like, I, don't, I forget exactly. It what was it. something like very racist, something right? Wild. That like yeah, somebody yeah. Something that was just like obviously, like, yeah. yo, I don't even and care if you were white, black. This someone should have been like, fucked up. Either, this is not okay, <laughs> yeah. right? And then oh, so, but it was in it was in um it was in like the UK or some shit like that, where it's just like ah. Well, maybe they don't have the same relation. Uh, it's the UK, so who knows? But yeah, but uh, I mean, they should because, like, I mean, look at how like uh, Africans are treated in the UK. Yeah. Like, you know, France yeah. is trying to deport them on a daily basis back to like Nigeria and like all these countries in which they have like uh, you know deals with. But like when you look at the French soccer team, they're like, "Yo, we want as many Africans on here as possible." Yeah. Anyway, so like then like there was a call to boycott Gucci, right? And black people like boycott Gucci, boycott Gucci. There are a lot of people who are still like, like for example, Floyd Mayweather was like, no, I'm not going to boycott Gucci. Like, I don't care if they disrespect black people. Like they didn't disrespect me and I like their stuff. So I'm still going to buy it. So that's why it's like, you know, the, the boycott or the protests, like it, it does work in terms of like highlighting the issue, but it never fully rare. Sometimes it doesn't fully work because like you have to follow a protest with like a financial, um, yeah, but it, but financial it, that protest. doesn't just because Floyd Mayweather didn't doesn't mean that there aren't still you know that it, it's success or not you know non success. I don't think is simply gauged by dollar amount, but also I feel like it's gauged by its cultural impact. Um, even though if you're especially if you're just talking about like a private business, yes, it should be their pockets have to be hit in order for them to learn yeah, a always. fucking lesson. Right? That's why the Redskins changed their name to the commanders. Like, yeah. you know, when people try to go at Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder was like, fuck you guys, I'm not going to do it. But what, well, but, really I think what did it for Dan Snyder was that there was other shit going on. So he was like, well, let's do this so we can have some sort of good publicity based on that. Well, no, it was, it was like, uh, there was a call for people to not only boycott or protest against like um, or for the name change right but then it was also like now we have to start going at the Redskins who their partners are FedEx field okay now we're going to either boycott or protest FedEx Nike and like all no, the, so but, and but, but FedEx notice, pulled but, their but, but sponsorship but notice, and Nike did too then they're like oh now this is hurting our pockets now we have to change no but 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 notice the the actual time in which they changed their name was like two years ago right I think it was two or three years ago that that they changed their name right uh no it was just they just announced it no, no, this no. year no no I mean when they stopped being the Redskins okay when yeah, they yeah went yeah. to the football team and then now they're the commanders. yeah they were Washington football team for two years. So it was like, what, 2019 is when they announced that yes. they would. So if I'm to kind of understand the timeline correct, that was when the rumblings of the the investigation into the team's conduct, as far as, you know, they did a lot of fucked up things with their cheerleaders, um, as well as just women in general <laughs> working for, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Washington. Um, and so I, I, I feel like, and we're getting way off base here with what we're talking about, but I feel like companies do this every now and then where it's just like, oh, hey, here's this thing that you've been asking us to do literally forever, um, but we're going to do it now so that we can get some good publicity or at least we can get them talking about something else other than the real shit we don't want them fucking talking about. And I feel like that specifically for Washington, I feel like that was the case. That was the reason why that they that they did it. I still think that Dan Snyder didn't give a fuck. Like even if they get sponsors to pull their, you know, their their advertising, I feel like he's that arrogant of a person to be like, nah, I still don't give a fuck. Um, and so, uh, but but I'm bringing that back to sort of Adrian Brody and the Oscars because I feel like 
what a moment that moment would have been so different than if that something like that happened now where i feel like now it's much more in right to to protest something or to to stage some sort of public display of like uh, you know i'm protesting x y or z i feel like there's a lot of people doing things nowadays simply because they know it's going to get the likes they know it's going to get the clicks they know it's going to get the eyes instead which obviously is like the purpose of a protest but i feel like the motivations are different nowadays i feel like there's much more of a uh uh a popular aspect to it versus back then in 2003 people would have just been like what the fuck are you guys doing when you protesting first of all this is america Uh, (laughs) so protesting the iraq war is out you know um uh so to do something like that back then when there wasn't this whole wave of like what the fuck are you fighting yeah when you couldn't go live on instagram or twitter and talk about it that shit would have made a fucking point it would have been a little bit more risky then it would have hit different you know because like even if you got negative uh publicity from like you know within like the film you know community um you know, back then, like if you didn't get a movie, if you if no one hired you to do any more movies because you were so outspoken, you were just kind of fucked. But now there's a court of public opinion that you can yeah. rally on social media. So, like, let's say you're an actor and you and come now out, it's, it's it's in, yeah, to 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 do shit like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, like now, if you if you want to fight against a cause or something like that, like if you have the support of people on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and whatnot, and like they're backing you the companies or the the movie studios that like may not agree with your terms, like they can't just fire you or like step away from you or like recast you because then they're like, Oh shit. Now, well, then we're going to be judged. I, in the I court would of public argue opinion. that they probably still can. It just depends on what you're doing. Right. So remember Gina Carano, whatever the fuck her name is. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was on the Mandalorian and mm-hmm. they got her up out of there because she, she did exactly what she did. What the fuck? She um, did? I think she said some like pro, um, some like either anti-vax shit or some yeah. like pro-Trump shit, right? Yeah. And then, and I, I think the people who were a part of the Mandalorian production, like everybody, just kind of agreed, like, yeah, we don't, we don't agree with her point of view, so she's out of there. And then in the court of public opinion, much more people were like against her comments because yeah. they were just like, first of all, like she didn't even really need to say that publicly i don't don't even remember what the fuck she said yeah it it was either some like anti-vax shit or some like pro-trump shit but it was like misinformed and it was just like you know if this is your opinion maybe i want to say wasn't that before covid uh no 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 no. it was um i think that was before covid dude i know i don't think it was a covid thing uh either i think or it may have been like a transphobic comment yeah that's what i thought it was yeah, let me see here. Uh, da, da, da. What did she say? What did she say? Yeah, it may have been some like because it was like the fire. Oh, it was a, no, was it was a it was a Jewish thing. Um, she was comparing. Was it like an anti-Semitic comment? Yeah, well, not not necessarily. Well, depending on I guess how you sort of take it, but she was comparing. Um, she says Jews were beaten in the street. Uh, so Carano compared having conservative political views to being yeah, Jewish Jew- and Nazi yeah, Germany. Yeah, so that's what it was. Uh, and uh, yeah, they got they got her the fuck up out of there. Uh, yeah. Um, but that was actually in 2001. So that actually was like a year ago. Uh, you mean uh, 2020, was it? Oh, did I say 20- 2001? I meant yeah, yeah. 2021. 
Yeah. So, I mean, something like that is just like wildly insensitive and like, you know, I could understand why. Cause like, you're not just uh, offending, like you're not necessarily like saying what your political views are. You're just kind of like offending a whole she, group she, of people. It was just, she a, was just talking crazy. It was, it was just, just a stupid <laughs> comment. Yeah. And for something like that, like, yeah, we got to get you out of here. Yeah. Um, but so I say, all I say is you, you absolutely can still get, it just depends on what, who yeah. you are and, and what it, or exactly you're saying. Better yet, what it depends on is if the court of public opinion has your back or not. Because if they have your back. Well, I feel like there was, a, there was enough conservatives to have her back that it wasn't an insignificant amount of conservatives. Yeah, but saying. the fire Gina Carano was tr- like number one trending thing on Twitter. Like, there were more people uh, there, calling there was, there was, for I her to be that. fired. Yeah, so there were like that. more people calling for her to be fired than people who were supporting her. Yeah. And if they're, you know, the court of public opinion is against you, you're out of there. Now, if they had her back, like, no, we stand with her, blah, blah, blah. They may not have been so quick to fire her. They may have just like written her out of the show slowly, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, either way, man, um, that would have been dope. So, but it's interesting, Jack Nicholson. I would not have, you know, and obviously he, it's kind of an anti-war thing. And I think that once you get into the sort of anti-war sort of universe, you get some weird alliances. Yeah. Uh, you know, politically speaking. Um, but to hear that Jack Nicholson was that fucking like against it, that he was like, nah, fuck the Oscars. But again, it was a little bit privileged from him being a person who's just like, he's I no won fucking six of yeah. them. So fuck the seventh one. Yeah. He probably yeah. just didn't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> he's he like, just hung over. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I don't feel well. I'm not going to go. You shouldn't go either. It's the Iraq war. Uh, fuck <laughs> it. Um, yeah. Uh, so I would say, I would say so he's a little, pri- he's sitting from a little bit of a privileged you know, arena to be able to uh, to to sort of protest uh, the the war. So I I sympathize with Adrian Brody. It would have been dope if if Adrian Brody would have would have done that. But I also I'm not going to like sit here and fucking hold it against him. Be like, oh, you're shitty for not taking a stand. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yo, you, we do what we can, right? Like if somebody comes to your job, you know that you know is a shitty job that you know is just like I'm, you know, I, fucking what is it? Uh, uh fucking uh, what's the dude? Uh, Vic uh, from, um. Um, deep, deep water, water yeah. you know, you building chips for fucking drones and shit. Uh, somebody comes to your job and is like, "Well, you could pro, you could stage a protest by by leaving this place like right now and doing all this, but you know you're going to win like employee of the month like like in a week." Yeah. Also, if I don't you, know, if man. You pull I've up, been here twenty years that I haven't. If you pull up in like a fucking just beautiful Range Rover and you clearly have money and you <laughs> walk like, in, you t- you tell me to quit my job. I'm like. <laughs> Hey. Yo, your money and my money hey. might not be the same. Let's or if your your prospects of getting another another job, like if you you know if you're just sitting in a position where it's just like it's easier for you to move around and shit. Look, I'm not saying that we shouldn't sacrifice as people. Clearly, like that's not what I'm saying at all. But I am saying I'm not going to sit here and judge people who who aren't willing to go that extra mile because yeah. it's like they have considerations in their own life and nobody's going to be there with them to like go through that they're going to have yeah. to go through that themselves yeah, so it's sacrifice like, is lonely i mean like e- even if you shit. do it as a group it's still like your your sacrifice is still your personal sacrifice like you know if everybody walked out of starbucks right and they're protesting starbucks i understand that there are people who are going to walk out who is like yo i don't have food in my refrigerator and that is what i need to to consider um ultimately you ask them to like sacrifice for the greater good but you know not everyone sacrifices the same. You yeah. got to understand that. Yeah. Uh, so, so to wrap the whole show up, 
Um, so we can end actually by talking about the Oscars. Uh, basically, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter what happens with the Oscars, right? So protest, no protest. Uh, people watching, no people watch. It doesn't fucking matter. Somehow they still sell out advertising, as uh, as we found out from IndieWire. They had an article talking about uh, how uh, the Oscars still fucking uh, basically sold out all of their ad space, um, even with the reduced viewership. Um, uh, so, like for instance, uh, so uh, Disney advertising announced it sold out uh, of commercial slots for Sunday's Academy Awards with rates estimated by standard media metrics SMI at one point one point seven million for thirty seconds, up from one point five three million uh, last year. This year could be the Oscars' biggest money earner, um, and so like the the show goes on, man. As as they fucking say, man. It doesn't. It like. I feel like. It, it, I, I, this is going to be like a, a weird segue, and I promise this. This is it <laughs> for us. Um, but you know how they're talking about like Hunter Biden right now, and like his laptop. And New York Times came out with a story saying, "Oh, that shit is actually real with Hunter Biden's laptop." I feel like this is the shit that like. I, I look at a story like that. I'm like, why does this matter? Not, because look, yeah, in a sane world, it would actually matter, right? But I'm like, yo, we just got done with the Trump presidency, where we know he. He, he was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm divesting myself from my businesses. I'm letting my children run it. And it's like, yeah, wait, I don't think that's divesting yourself. I'm letting my children run it, but they have to report to me. <laughs> hey, also, every meeting that we're going to have, we're going to have a Mar-a-Lago. And it's like, wait, you're, pers- you're literally personally benefiting from that. How is that possible yeah. that this, this is happening and we're all just watching it happen? But let's just hold Hunter Biden up because of a fucking laptop that said that he fucking, you know, was pimping himself out to people who wanted access to Joe Biden. Like, no shit. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> even if that's wrong, we've got bigger shit to worry about. But, but not, and it's not so much to say that we shouldn't care about stuff like that, but it's just like, like, this is all just performative. Like, it's it's not like if you're going to let the Trump shit slide, then why the fuck does this matter? Because yeah. I know as soon as, you know, Trump's most likely probably going to win again in 2024, as soon as he gets in office again, we're going to go right back to not giving shit about any of this fucking illegal activity, people, yeah, conflicts of interest. Forget. Everybody's going to forget. Not even forget, but everybody's just going to, it's going to be staring us in the face and we're going to be like, I don't care. Like, uh, because that's what it was the first time around. So the reason why I even bring that up was because it feels like, People watch the Oscars, don't watch the Oscars. It's still the same fucking outcome, no matter what, yeah. which is the Oscars going to sell out ad space. I, I will add a bit of like context to that. So um, most of these companies already planned their media buy like a year out. Right. So like they already planned, hey, we're going to be advertising I, I for the Oscars. I can't for the life of me think that it's going to be that far ahead with the Oscars, especially in the, in the more, more recent years because of the viewership that they had to. If you, Unless they're just intent on burning money yeah <laughs> like you Just can't having yeah. worked for like several like like digital like creative agencies like usually they already had this planned out like for if it's 2022 now they've already planned out and budgeted 2023 the big moments super bowl NBA playoffs, March Madness. Sure, are there adjustments based on like whatever the context is for what's going on at that time? Um, yeah, I mean, like for example, if they're like, let's say uh, the NBA goes into like another um, like lockout, uh, lockout or something like that. Sure, we may they may pull those advertising dollars if you can, if if it's not happening. But if it's still happening and you've already planned and budgeted for it, a lot of times it'll probably take more work to like cancel that plan 
replan something else, figure out the budgeting, the marketing, what do we like, you know, like then to just like leave it. Like the Oscars, it's the Oscars. Um, the Oscars have been sliding for like three years consistently, at least. Yeah. It's True. been sliding. Yeah. And, and maybe, but like, I'm sure like the companies who were, the reason why it's already sold out is like those companies probably already planned it last year and they're just hoping like, you know, we hope people watch, you know, but the money's already planned. It's already there. But I, I guess to me, it's like, well, what's the logic in that? Like, I understand, like, I understand the idea, like, and it's different if like for the, for a block of like five years, if we either see it go up or at least it doesn't change that much relatively, mm-hmm. but it's drastically changed. Uh, nobody watches the Oscars anymore. Like before it used to be like, just like, oh, like, yeah, I don't really watch the Oscars. And then it became like, not only are people not watching the Oscars or people are actively boycotting watching yeah. the Oscars. Some people, and again, it's who the audience is. Like who is who is actually still going to watch, right? Mm. And if you're a company and it's like, yeah, a lot of people are boycotting it, but the audience that we want to speak to directly, they're still going to watch. Then what the fuck are TV then, ratings then? Like what, what use are TV ratings? Like what, what does it fucking matter? Um, if yeah, you have a TV, TV ratings matter, but what's more important is like the specific demographics and that matter to you, right? Like ratings could be falling, but Hey, our audience is still watching. So we're still going to advertise on the Oscars because mm. our audience is still watching. Mm capitalism yeah <laughs> beta really yeah. perfect place to end the podcast uh all right ladies and gentlemen we've already run way too long somehow uh talk too much about ben affleck and uh anna anna uh de Armas, uh in deep water but uh but yeah i felt, I felt good about it this felt good Felt, felt like a great show today uh but with that being said uh we appreciate you uh, hit that like button hit that subscribe button hit that share button share the shit with anybody and everybody uh, we will be back I, I believe next week yeah uh barring any unforeseen circumstances uh but with that ladies and gentlemen fade out peace the fuck out